This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. Alright, let's get into the episode. And welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Mashal, Chainsaw Man, and Jujutsu Kaisen, week to week, back this week, covering Weekly Shonen Jump, issue number 52, inside of the finale of the second season of the Project Manga Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Noxie. And Nickums. And as you guys can see, um, we are two men short. Kiko is still... Um, wrapped up with like some family things for the holidays and eagle has reached out in various areas on social media to let our audience know what is going on with him but this is not a permanent situation just wanted to throw that out there for you guys but we have two great guests that we wanted to fill the conversation with tonight and they've been on our show before you might remember them from earlier conversations we have doncho from doncho's hideout and we got shonen schnooty from the youtube channel with the same name how are you guys doing tonight you guys Yo. Good man. Yes, yes. Had to had to call in some reinforcements because we wanted to go out with a bang tonight. But uh, you know, I'm gonna stand by. I'm gonna stand by. Yeah. The so rest of the Avengers had to assemble. Right. You know? <laughs> the only people are... with hair could make it on tonight. You know. <laughs> the West oh Coast Avengers. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but yeah. So uh, Doncho, um, you guys might remember Doncho. He uh, was actually the very first weekly shonen jump review guest that we ever had on this series and oh. shonen schnooty was here um a couple times actually uh it, mostly yeah. in the tie-in series that we do but um he's also both of these gentlemen have uh have collaborated with us inside of AnitubeCon last summer and will eventually be collaborating with us again for the winter AnitubeCon coming up but doncho for those who are not familiar why don't you go ahead and let our audience know who you are what you do and where they can find you all right well as um you know my great friend knox introduced me my name is doncho and you guys can find me on twitter at, at general maharaga yes that's like the summoning from Magumi at general maharaga that is my twitter <laughs> and um my youtube is um doncho's hideout at the moment something i do you know small here and there currently at the moment i'm actually got my own stuff going on so i'm not at home with my equipment but i still record from time to time do my thing you know get stuff, stuff out there so if you guys want to find me there, please hit me up. Shout out, you know, always down to talk. Yes, absolutely. And Schnooty, um, you yeah, were just on me. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were just on our our one shot um, that we did for for Undead Unluck recommendation, mm -hmm. which was an incredible conversation that you guys should all check out. Also, like I said, you've been here for the tie-in episodes, but you've never been on our weekly Shonen Jump review show. I so have not for that area of our audience that only watches those episodes of ours. Why don't you go ahead and tell our weekly Shonen Jump audience? who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. All right, y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Sean Schnooty, with the big booty, your all-purpose <laughs> anime sensei on YouTube. Uh, uh, you can find me on YouTube at Schnooty, and you can find me on Twitter at Sean Schnooty. I cover Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Un Undead Unluck, coming soon, 
Bleach and Magi all on my channel. I'll have mm-hmm. some more videos up, but as for right now, 2020 has just been a complete shit show. So <laughs> yeah, except for manga. <laughs> except for manga. Literally, yes. literally. yeah. The absolutely. only good part about this year. Yeah, yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. For real. Hell yeah, you guys. Well, this is our group tonight. Um, I think that we're gonna have an incredible conversation. This week in jump was crazy Amazing. <laughs> um, i loved yeah. it yeah and and i'll make sure that uh to for those of you out there that are interested in, in checking out what don show and schnooty have on their channels i'll go ahead and throw those links down in the description for you while you're down there you'll see our personal link tree that's where you're going to see all of our individual social media accounts as well as other online communities associated with project manga including our discord ways to listen to the project manga podcast on audio only platforms like spotify and apple music and ways to support the project manga podcast including our patreon which is going to give you a bunch of perks ranging from early access all the way up to additional manga reviews but getting into the conversation tonight oh yeah by the way um i upgraded like a lot of my equipment and like lost some files in between transfer um or in between upgrade or during the upgrade process so our old face cams that we had um are lost in the void so what you guys are seeing right now is a sneak pre uh, a sneak preview of the new face cams for season three so me and nick are wearing those right now if you guys are watching on youtube this is a sneak this is a sneak peek at uh at what season three's aesthetic is going to look like so enjoy but um <laughs> but let's let's get in let's get into this okay, boys. okay. season finale the last week of weekly shonen jump issue number 52 first and foremost how do you guys feel about this spectacular gas, week gas, in jump gas oh my <laughs> so god good. gas all yeah, gas I, no last bit of it. I loved it all mm-hmm. i loved it all like mm-hmm. i like every last bit of it like mash little chance my man black clover even like i and hey. i feel like i say like a whole lot on <laughs> twitter or yeah. social media in general about black clover yeah but it actually like did a really good job like Knox amazing yeah. but we'll we'll get to that yes absolutely <laughs> For I'm, sure. I'm, I'm yep. very happy with everything all across the board, like we've been saying for a while, it feels like these chapters have all been obviously in very climactic stages of their respective stories. But specifically inside of this like fiscal year of Weekly Shonen Jump, it seems like everything is moving or has been moving towards like a very big crescendo, I guess is the mm-hmm, word right. I want to use into yeah, this mm-hmm. like finale of the year inside of issue right. number 52. So very, very pleased with this week. But let's get into the very first chapter tonight we're looking at jujutsu kaisen chapter 131 the shibuya incident part 48 and holy shit gege akutami with this double color spread color page is this the official color then for uh for uh, the uh new form for maito like purple or whatever like oh no but hey (laughs) that would be amazing like i would love that yes if we saw similar colors for this in the anime eventually that would be ridiculous it would be yeah. for sure yeah like i was expecting i was expecting mojito to stay like the same color like that same like skin tone mm-hmm. yeah but like if he's purple with all of these new enhancements i'm completely fine with that yeah super yeah. on board super on board and i just love gege's like just color palette in general inside mm-hmm. of these inside of these color spreads i feel like you can't really pinpoint exactly like what colors you'll see from from Gege ever, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you can, right. based on the history of, of color that we've seen from them inside of their volume covers and inside of their color pages and whatnot, you you kind of like want to say like you can guess their palette, but then they drop these like vibrant colors on you here inside <laughs> of this like super bright pink and purple. And you're right. like, oh, 
Never mind. All right, it's not <laughs> it's not as you know it's not as predictable in the in the palette as I thought because I thought that I'd be seeing like you know like dull greens and like oranges yeah, like exactly. all over the place every time you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But oh no, like oh bright white and a cherry red. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing some diversity here. But um, getting into the chapter, man, holy shit! So what do you guys? Oh how do you guys? Okay, the choreography in this. So yeah, like, beautiful. So we know that we know that Gege's bag is choreography, or one of their biggest bags is choreography. That's what we've been screaming about yeah. this entire series. And and, <laughs> right. and and Yuji's Choso fight obviously was probably one of the best fights, if not the best fight so far in mm -hmm. the series, not just this oh, yeah. arc. But like this one is I feel like is trying to contend with it. And it's not just because the scale of, you know, Mahito is is so mm -hmm. much bigger now and he's such a bigger threat, like it's literally everything. Yeah, Gege didn't want to take, you know, the, oh, I'm a big monster approach. Here's like, I'm just going to spam a bunch of AoEs and hope you can dodge them until you punch me in the face and win the fight. You right, know what I mean? It's right. not It's not like that. <laughs> right. it's, it's a very, like I was saying last week, it's a very localized, very grounded final form, you know, mm -hmm. for, yeah. for quote unquote for Mahito right now. They didn't want to take, you know, the, the Berserk Apostle approach, you know what I'm saying? Or, right. you know, the the yeah he's the not Frieza, getting like a you know what i mean super kaiju form that's yeah. gonna blow yeah. everything up it's just like <laughs> localized condensed he yeah. can make he can manipulate his like uh jutsu shiki like way better yes from what i can right. tell yeah and it's just it, beautiful yeah yeah i just love that decision made from gege there to keep to keep mahito's form slender so that we can keep having these amazing hand-to-hand -hand moments exactly. that gege excels in yeah Right. And, um, I, I think it just goes back to um my recent in the video I dropped today on my mm -hmm. YouTube. I um it was, it was something I was talking about where I was hoping that Gege was going to start going in the direction of showing us just how much battle progress that Yuji has learned, and that using Black Flash whenever he wants to will start being like his bag. Like yes. that yeah. will just start being his tap in. Like yeah, he'll be the, he'll be that first sorcerer to go. Okay, I want to hit you with one of these bitches. So here we go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. And we and have some foreshadowing that, for that. I feel like inside right. of like so. the yeah, like, festival uh, when he hits Hanami like nine times in a row with a Black Flash exactly. and they were like, you are and not like, supposed <laughs> to be able to do that. And this fight right here, I think is just another example of like that happening. Like it's mm -hmm. showing Gage getting us prepared for okay he's about to just start dishing these bitches out you know like yep. like getting us yep. prepared for that mentality and i think it's cool that Gege akutami is using black flash and this is just me being me i know who, who i am already but i swear black flash is a jinjong contribute like i'm oh sorry yeah it is. in this Absolutely. chapter especially in this Absolutely. chapter yeah, especially. With, the, with the charge it's such up, a yeah, that one. contribute and yeah. it's so beautiful scene because i didn't think of that at all when i first seen black flash in yep. the slightest and then seeing it now how it's being used in shibuya by yuji is just fucking phenomenal like it's just really cool seeing that homage yes. and that we all make those jokes about gone like what are you going to do standing they are holding that punch but now we see yuji <laughs> doing whole dodges and yes and terry's holding his hand in that position right shoulder strike. rolls shoulder so rolling right. fucking so, you know yeah. punches <laughs> off while he's charging it yeah <laughs> right and it's, it's so it's so cool to see him get ready to do that and like hit that flash off and i think i also was talking about how um if we if we really pay close attention to this mojito fight from literally when he ran into him when he killed um Nanami, he's mm -hmm. getting better at fighting. Like he's literally mm -hmm. getting better at catching up and keeping up with the strategic nature of what's going on in the fights. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that Akutami is doing that's really unique is us literally watching um 
a character fight someone who was kind of really better than them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. still, you know, keep up with it. This reminds me of Gone Again Through. Well, Gone yes. like, okay, this is my yeah. this is my L, but like you're not about to just beat my ass. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I got something for you yeah, before like, I lose. Before trust me. And then, and as you're watching Gone fight, you're kind of mm-hmm. seeing Gone get better, and you're mm-hmm. also seeing the fruits of his training mm-hmm. all in one moment. And I think that's exactly what's going on with Yuji right now. We're seeing the fruits of his training. We're mm-hmm. seeing him learn from losing from Choso. We're mm-hmm. seeing him learn in the midst of Manhito doing all these attacks and tricking him, and seeing um um what's it, my girl get Kugisaki getting hit, yes. and seeing Toto getting hit, yeah. and like now. Now he's not on some oh my god what's going on he looked at toto last chapter and said thank you yes. and then moved on forward to the next thing yeah. and yep. this chapter he's like bro i'm just ready to beat your ass like yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and like you were saying bro like inside of um yuji showing the fruits of his training i feel like this is a a combination of the fruits of his training but also we're seeing like the fruits of his development coming out of the conflict of of, of right. like you were saying that out of his conflicts with Choso and just like this arc in general, we're seeing a Yuji that is very like no nonsense, very like understanding of like what he is supposed to do in this fight, despite the traumas that he's experienced throughout this. Obviously, we have the dialogue inside of the Choso fight where he's very scared after his liver is punctured and he goes, mm-hmm. that's a fatal wound. I'm probably going to die. That's pretty scary. Nope. Take that anxiety. Take that fear. Turn it into cursed energy. So we have that coming out of an overwhelming opponent inside of a 1v1 from Yuji earlier in the arc. Then his next fight it is starts off with him seeing a mentor and close, you know, um, comrade of his evaporated in front of his eyes. Then his oh, very close, his very close peer, you know, and, 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 um, and student, you know, like friend inside of Nobara getting her face blown up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these are all things that obviously are, are taking a toll on Yuji, but just, the fruits of his training coming from his conversation in the exchange festival with Toto that says, yo, don't let your emotions get the better of you or else you won't be an efficient fighter. So we have a flashback homage there to that. Obviously, Nanami has said similar things to him, like right. all of the all of the the things that he's ever experienced in any conflict he's had throughout the series. We're seeing progression on on behalf of of Yuji in regard to what he does with those negative emotions and how he turns it into power mm-hmm. and right. just seeing him in this fight with this low lid confident expression usually yuji's eyes are always wide open like he's always learning something regardless of where he is but right here and he probably is learning things in this fight yeah right he is probably learning things from this fight but he isn't as he doesn't have that naive expression that holy shit the world is so big you know what i mean look on his face he has this i know exactly what the fuck i'm here to do let's get Mm. this shit done and go home kind of look on him throughout this fight exactly crazy it's almost as if like it's almost as if like mojito talked some sense into him when he was like just Mm. kicking his ass around like no he definitely was was it b5 or uh like the yeah b5 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and like Like you really can see the change in Yuji's expression from when he started out in Shibuya and where he's at now. And I yeah. also don't think that you see a lot of, like, I want to say evolution and development for villains mm-hmm. within like the shonen genre that we've been getting for Mahito over the past yeah. year or mm-hmm. at, since his inception. Like, aside from I want to say Shigaraki right now, I, just off the top of my head because yeah. they're growing so crazily fast is actually terrifying yeah Yeah. and that's because gege and horikoshi both decided that they wanted to have a primary you know main series villain that was tied developmentally to the the main cast Uh you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not just introducing a villain 
you know what I mean, that is going to be a big deal later on in the series. It's no, like, this was always meant to be a side-by-side comparison uh-huh. and juxtaposition right. of these two characters, you know what I mean? So it's like when you have that kind of plan for your story, the villainous atmosphere is always going to feel better than stories that don't approach it this way, you know what right. I mean? And it's, and it's hence why Mojito said that killing you is going to complete it, buddy. Taking mm-hmm. you, I was gonna uh-huh. take me there. Yeah. Taking yeah. you, Love I was that. gonna take me to the completion of my soul because yeah. you, my you, you, the opposite of me. You know, you yes. are my other. You're my, you are my opposite side of the coin. You know, yes. you're right. that other for me. And I, and I think for Yuji too, that is very apparent from Mahito, where he has to understand because, like Mahito said to him, if you don't understand that I'm here to just fuck shit up, yeah. how do you expect to beat me? Right. Like, right. Like, like he's explaining to him, like, I don't think you really get it, Yuji. This is what I'm here for. Right. You mm-hmm. keep asking me for reasoning. You keep asking me why, <laughs> motherfucker, because I'm here, right. bitch. Like, it ain't gonna make sense to you even <laughs> if I explained it to you. It makes sense to me, and that's all I care about. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> I don't exactly. care if you get it. I'm not trying to sway you to my side. I actually just want you dead. This is right, not, that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Not even for any special reason. Just yeah. have a spite. I, I just don't like you. <laughs> right, and, lo- and, and that's who he is. You know, yeah. he believes that's who. And I think, and I was talking about it with some people earlier today. I said, I think that's what makes it so deep when um, Mahito said to Nanami, you know, I'm you, we can talk right before you go since you was always there for me. You was always there to talk for me. Yeah. And people thought that was like Mahito being an asshole. But like, no, he meant that shit. Yeah, you know, like he meant that, like he genuinely sees, which is why that new form of his kind of looks like, you know, Hanami and Nanami to a yeah. mix of, mm-hmm. because he he's literally he's literally embodying the people and the things around him that shaped who he is, that yeah, shaped dude. what Mahito is as a creature, you know, Beautiful. and that's why he looks so humanoid yet looks so much like a Dagon mixed with a Jogo mixed with a, you know, like yes. it's a cool mixture of things going on for who he is, and Akutami killed that, like yeah. And that's just, just another that. representation of like how or another example of how Mahito represents humanity inside of his character, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. how many times has everyone always said, I regret these things in my life, but like they're I'm, I'm thankful for them because they made me who I am today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that right. Mahito regrets Dagon and all of them, but like just like who you surround yourself with shapes who you are, regardless mm-hmm. of how unique you are everyone's different in their own way but you spend mm-hmm. so much time with certain people and they leave an imprint on you in a way that is unchangeable you know what i right. mean and mahito taking a form that respects his closest you know constituents or or acquaintances or i don't even know what he considers them obviously he cares a lot that. more really about them family. than we originally thought since his right. design is based on their influence but it's like it's just so cool to see that gege thinks about all of these things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like jogo mm-hmm. is a fire curse he's a hothead hanami is a nature <laughs> curse he's chill you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like dragon is you know a roaring you know water and 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 sea and ocean curse his mood changes with like tides you know what i mean yeah. it's all of these things that gege wants to make sure you never say this character doesn't make sense they're acting out of mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. this 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 aspect of their character doesn't make sense based on their concept. Like you never, you never are confused about like who these characters are, you know what I right. mean? And Gage right. makes a point to go to just make their, their whole character and the reason why they were created as like vivid as possible right. to the, to the audience. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mahito being that human curse, he's literally on. Un- and that's what humans are. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know what a really right. what a person is going to do. Like you really don't know depending on the situation that they're in. And I think it's really interesting you brought that up. Yeah. And especially last week 
which ties perfectly into today when mm-hmm. he says happy birthday again, you know, told you should tell me happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. That, um, you guys brought up was you um Toto's necklace. And I thought you guys were gonna catch catch what I what is what I was thinking at what least. Is it? But when Mahito seen the necklace fall, mm-hmm. Noxie, when you literally sat there and said just now that it's people, you know, are a reflection of the people around them, no matter mm-hmm. how unique they are. Mm-hmm. I think that that was Mahito realizing it when he seen the necklace fall. Like when he watched that necklace open up and he seen the picture of Yuji and he yeah. seen the picture of the girl and realizing that's what Toto had around his necklace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think there was a, a conclusion he came to. Yeah. Right. Sure. And I think that's what like made him go, okay, even this guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. has yeah. these things that he's connected to. And I think while he's learning, like I didn't think that Mojito learned how to do a point two domain from getting hit by Gojo. Yeah. So when you just threw that, when um, you know, Akutami just throws that on you, now I have to wonder how much are you really absorbing in every mm-hmm. confrontation that you're in? And the fact that you even noticed that necklace falling, mm-hmm. what are you really paying attention to? You know, right. Right. it's very oh, yeah. interesting to look at Mojito's character like that. And he's and he's also stating, like you said, he's stating um feats within how to fight with Joryoku, which you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even think like that. Like him yeah. saying getting hit with a black flash after doing the domain does more damage to me than I thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. You know, like Not how much damage you're gonna take after opening up a domain. Oh, you're weakened. Yes. Duh. Duh. You know, like, makes so much like, sense. <laughs> so much sense. sense. Bro, and going all the like, wow, okay. You Dude, that this guy's a genius. He go, really is a genius. It's going back to what you were saying about um Doncho about uh about Mahito and the necklace scene. Cause last week I noticed that Mahito, I don't think we, I don't think any of us talked no. about that moment. And right. I, and I noticed that when I read it, but like, and I know that that was an, a significant moment, but I couldn't think of like why, yeah, it, why he, he, he looked at the necklace the way he did and why he had that reaction panel. So I didn't say anything in the review, but the way that you just explained it right now makes Beautiful. so much sense that yeah. he would look at it and go, this person, is able to realize their full potential because they know what they're fighting for. They they accept the fact that other people besides themselves have a play a major role in who they are. Mm-hmm. So you're able to fully realize your maximum potential because you are fully confident with who you are, what you desire, what means the most to you in your life. Obviously, these two people are a big driving force for your motivations. So therefore, right. because you are able to realize that and own that and acknowledge that, you can reach your true potential because there's no uncertainty in your motives. I think that when Mahito looks at that locket and he puts that together, like you said, Doncho, it allows him not just to reach this final form i mean it all culminates into that moment right but like it's like a combination of that as far as why he's able to do the point two domain expansion i very much agree with you after what you said that he didn't just do the point two domain expansion after seeing gojo do it i think it was a combination of that plus what he realized about toto in that moment mm-hmm. the rocket scene and knowing that the people who you love and surround yourself with who mean something to you have something to do with your maximum potential as a sorcerer considering how much how significant of a role they play in your emotions, right? Exactly. And you think about the people that you love and the people that mean something to you, whether those are negative or positive emotions, whatever you're feeling about them, you turn that spike in emotional potency into power. You know what I right. mean? And, and I think that Mahito realized that in that moment, you explained that so well, and it makes so much more sense to me now. 
makes makes me wonder could this even be a tie into kind of the shonen genre as as a whole as well as um mm. yuji's grandfather's you know speech before he died right like mm. surround yourself with people right mm. so like right going with with that and also like shonen protagonists mm. obviously a big part of their character is always making friends making connections um mm. bringing people over their side you know empathizing with enemies and that kind of thing yeah. that's just going to build yuji's power over the course of his you know uh over the course of his story yeah yes right i see that and a question i would like to pose to you guys mm -hmm. considering that mojito was saying to yuji once i kill you i'll reach the my final like my true form my soul i think that if right here yuji does kill Mahito, I think Mahito will be a conscious figure throughout the rest of his existence in Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I think oh, sure. that literally right here, I, I, I wonder do you guys think that if Yuji kills him here, where even if Mahito's technically dead, we're going to see Mahito psychologically and philosophically affect Yuji throughout the rest of the series, Absolutely. even after that. Absolutely. I feel like yeah. Mahito is a character that I can justifiably see being somewhere around an end of series villain. So if he's taking out if he's taken out here, I definitely think that Gege has plenty of options available as far as compelling antagonists moving forward, as far as new characters oh, yeah. that'll be introduced, breadcrumbs right. that have been laid as far as like future conflicts of the series. I don't think Mahito is all that necessary to keep that level of tension and that that villainous Agreed. presence alive inside of, of, of Jujutsu Kaisen. So I can totally see him dying here. But if he does, absolutely, Doncho. I can definitely see him lingering around in some form throughout the remainder of the series because of how significant of a role he's played in this first 131 chapters. Um, I think uh, another yeah. another big thing for me is that, like, um, you know, Mahito, when he's... Um, if, if he does die here, right? I, I don't think he's going to die here. But if he does die here, it, unless it's very, very, very clear, we've talked about this in, in the past, that now that Mahito can, like, transform into other people and, like, have these, like, clones of people that are, like, just fake shells of people that Mahito could be hiding in there, right? Yeah. Like, Yuji might always be on guard forever, even uh, if he does defeat Mahito. See, that's what I was thinking. Whenever he but, sees another person, he's going to be like, is this a transfigured human? Just, like, in the right. back of his head, like, right. trauma, PTSD but, type shit. Even even if that's not how it goes, right? Yeah. And and Yuji grows and and gets over this, you know, potential PTSD and and mm -hmm. and isn't suspicious of people forever. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to definitely change his opinion about battles generally, right? Yeah. Like say say when as as Mahito said in one of his monologues in the past few chapters, like you came to Shibuya thinking you're just going to come in here and clean up. You're just going to mm -hmm. go exercise some curses and it's going to be a grand old time and you're mm -hmm. just going to be the hero, right? Like wrong. Like this is brutal shit. Yeah. You got to get your head in the game. And I think Yuji. It, at the very least, is going to completely re-examine how he approaches yeah. coming into a battlefield like this, right? Yeah. Like, he's not going to be like, hooray, it's yeah. it's fun times. He's going to be really intense and really serious and really, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time that he's experienced on the curse side of things, characters with motivations that are just as strong and conviction, like, they have just as much conviction and just as much purpose in what they're doing as he does. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So when Mahito says that to him, like, you thought you were just going to come in here and exercise some curses and go home, as if all curses are just brainless things that don't have any motivations other than kill the thing next to him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, like, right. we are sent, we are just as sentient as you. We want, we, we desire things just as strongly as you. How are you right. going to defeat me when you don't understand that I'm just, I have just as much stake in this game as you do. I'm not just right. something waiting to be exercised. I have a life I want to live that doesn't really rely on you after you're dead. That you know what I mean? 
that brings up a crazy point I want to bring up. This yeah. is from page 13, mm -hmm. right? So this is after he just, like, he hits Mahito really hard. He's like, yeah. oh, damn. Like, he's, like, rock solid, right? Yeah. Like, he's way tougher than I thought he was Lashes be. back and, to and, Choso's fucking, yes, you know, his, uh, uh, blood guard on his ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, he, Yuji says he's become, like, as a cursed spirit, he has become something completely different yeah. than before his transformation, which I think is super huge because before his transformation, he's a special grade. Yeah. Right. What, do you, what do you mean he's completely different? <laughs> like, and, and I feel like I feel like someone in the anime, like, um, and of Gojo. course, probably in the manga, right? Yep. Didn't didn't Gojo wasn't Gojo saying like, oh, we're gonna need like another category, yeah, right? Like, did say like, that. You're, you're just we're throwing these Dandy. unknowns. Yeah. yeah, you're just throwing these unknowns into special grade. But like, there's tears of special grade, obviously. Yeah. 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 And going exactly. into that um sequence, um, from from ten to eleven, and then from twelve to thirteen, and then from uh, oh wait, actually. Wait, am I am I that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, yeah, from 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 8 to 9. So the the double spreads that we've been getting here back to back to back. We have four double page spreads back to back to back, I feel like I think actually. Or wait, actually maybe 8 and 9 are singles, but then I'm yeah. pretty sure or maybe I mean, maybe 14 15 is the spread. 14 15 I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Cuz I'm looking look I'm looking good. on Viz and they and everything is just two pages at all times. But but 14 and 15 is definitely the double spread. But going yeah. back to um 8 and 9, I want to talk about like the paneling here, which obviously is top tier, but I love the way that the Kana comes down on like the 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 za, you know what I mean, as he loads mm -hmm. up the, you know, after he blocks the the whip with the knee. The tail, he blocks the tail with, with the knee and then he's coming with like the oh, back yeah, fist yeah. and the, the back yeah. fist is charging and you get that, you know, the the kind of, you know, over the paneling, you know what I mean? Yeah. That really drives that, mm -hmm. that, like I could just see that in the anime as like no music, just right. like, you know, sound effects, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can totally see this, this anime. It's like, it's like following his, Yuji's hand yeah, it's as, following as, as his, he's like, yeah. Like, Aikido, judo, like yeah. I guess this is like this taiji, taiju mar Taido, martial arts, Taido, yeah, Taido, yeah. Taido martial arts. But he's like he's like directing away the energy of the punch, right? Yeah, like just yeah. like oh, beautiful, beautiful. It's, it's and dude, people were fucking complaining on 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 Twitter a little bit earlier today about Gege's like choreography and like you know how and the art style inside of the fights. And Shaking how, my like, head. Yeah, and how like <laughs> yeah, and it's just like man, it's just like how can you not like just take one look at this and understand why it's drawn this way? You know what I mean? Like right, <laughs> you know, like, right. To, like to to think to think that this is like mediocre illustration just because of the arts. It's like no one complained about Q Hayashida's art in Doro Hidoro. Right, you know what I right, mean? Like no, right. nobody. You know, like when you can tell that this is obviously done on purpose. Like look at any other area of Gege's art, and you can tell that this is a choice made to do yep. a, to, to to you know yeah. to play a to emphasize role. the choreography. Yeah, like, to emphasize right. the choreography to 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 enhance the tone. You know what I'm saying? To drive home yeah. to to help the audience feel the stakes of the conflict. You know what I mean? Like there's so many reasons why it's done this way, and I think it's fucking beautiful, man. Like I think oh yeah, it's gorgeous. And 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 we talked wanna... about it before. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I want to talk a little bit more about the top of page eight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yuji like goes and like kicks at Mahito, and yeah. like Mahito dodges under the kick. But then like we were talking last week, like what is this like? I'm now I'm thinking, is it a ponytail? Like this like energy coming yeah. out of the back of his head, right? It's yeah. meant to be like hair or something, but it looks it just looks especially from the color spread on the on the cover, like mm -hmm. it's still drawn so different than everything yeah. else right like it's yeah. just like a pure energy but uh, regardless whatever it is he's using it to wrap up yuji's foot and like right. grab him for yeah. for an attack with a tail later i just thought it was like 
That's so interesting. That is like, so what the cool. hell is coming, out, what is coming out of the back of this dude's head? At <laughs> first, like, when he kicked at Mahito like this on the top of uh, page seven, and he, like, dodges it, and then, like, whips his, you know, his little braids around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought yeah. that he was, like, stabbing his foot, like, over it. When I first went through it, oh, sure. I thought he, like, was just, like, stabbing his foot a bunch. But, no, he's definitely grabbing it so that he can try to hit him. He's, like, blocking it and then, like, holding it there. And then he's trying to whip him with the tail while his mm -hmm. braids have his foot caught. But then... The next panel, his foot is free and he's blocking mm -hmm. the tail, but it didn't yep. show his foot like break free yeah. from the braids. So, so I, I think you were right on the first one saying that like he got his whole like foot like just kind of chopped because yeah, like, like it was an attack, not like a yeah, because like, not you see like the, a grab. Yeah. yeah, you see the bleeding oh. coming off the yeah, you see the bleeding coming off the foot after uh, my in the middle panel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like okay, yeah, because mm -hmm. I thought he was grabbing it too. I was like, mm -hmm. well, then why doesn't he just throw him with like the back of his head? And I was yeah. like, oh, it's because he's. <laughs> cutting his foot and yeah. then going for the foot at like and then he just blocks with the knee yeah yeah sure sure it's like this this energy like we were talking about when we first saw this 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 mahito design we were like what is this stuff coming off the back of his head and we said a lot of things last week about how like maybe it's just residual energy residual energy coming right. out of his like metamorphosis you know what i mean like he left the old body behind he shed the skin now we're seeing like that moment as he like drops the car, you know, the old skin, and then like maybe that's just like residual energy coming off of that that moment. Right. But he's got it in the he's kept it in this fight. And in the color spread, it looks like like just like the way that it's drawn in the color spread, it look it, it's very reminiscent of like, I don't know, Spawn's cape. You know what I mean? It feels yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like like Tim Burton drapey, like Tim Burton tattered, like Dim Tim Burton clothes, you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So yep. so like it felt like that. But then when it's being used here as like an attack it's like okay what a, like if it's not a grab obviously if it's a cape it makes sense that he's grabbing the foot but if he's damaging the foot like like i don't see any spikes or i don't see any like needle like i don't see any sharp i mean like it's drawn in a way that looks like it could be sharp but like if it's i just feel like cape, it's, it's then, energy yeah, I, it's I just feel energy. Like, I, I it's feel like, like hair it's made of energy that he can yeah, like solidified yeah. energy or like his hair now that he's transformed yeah, yeah. Like okay, and I I think that's so cool that he can now just manipulate his hair however yeah. he wants. Just like yeah, I grab do whatever the fuck he wants because yeah. mm -hmm. that's I know that's something he kind of couldn't do like before he transformed. Like mm -hmm. it was just uh his body like limbs and whatever. But now it's now I can manipulate my hair or whatever you want to call it. It's like right. this, this headband wrap, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, dude, I love this double spread on page 14 and 15, bro. Like the oh my just God, like the shading. Yeah, the shading the and like the stark floor. blacks and like whites. Like it just it it really makes it feel like a nuke is like going off. Like yeah, in the really background, like... you know what I mean? Like some kind of crazy explosion. So I want to talk a little bit about um right after this, this amazing double spread. Mm -hmm. Um so page uh 16, uh he Yuji like has this kind of like moment where he's like what what the fuck is going on here right yeah. and like you have this um gaku gaku um sound effect and he's mm -hmm. like so basically what i'm saying here is um he's stuck he he's literally like he, th this attack has happened from above and he's like you know stood up and he's he's stuck with some debris under the water essentially oh, so like this this gaku thought, okay. this gaku is like um uh metal like grind twisting bending mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. and then and then like he's trying to wiggle out his his leg and then it's interesting because you can see in, in the next pages as he's fighting close quarters combat with mahito he's standing still so mahito's yeah. walking right up to him um he hits his own leg he hits his own leg to like jam it out of whatever's stuck there but he's still standing there 
and then Mahito comes over. He's doing the Jajanken. Yeah. And like, but he's standing still. He's he's work. He's like dodging, ducking, rolling oh. around, but while still standing. I think he's I think he's literally stuck where he's at. Wow. Right now. I interpreted that so much differently. Me too. I saw that as like anxiety, and I, I saw that I as like too. his leg like won't stop moving because he's scared, and he's like, nope, we can't be doing that. Boom. You know what I right. mean? It's the leg. Like, calm down, Yuji. Like we're trying to fight, but. The, what right. you just said, Nick, makes a lot of sense because mm -hmm. he Does. doesn't move again. You know what I mean? Right. And mm -hmm. and he could definitely be stuck, especially with, like, the explanation you gave on, like, what that kind of usually represents right. inside of sound effects. You know what I mean? It definitely could still potentially be, I think, an off off chance that it is shaking. Yeah. Because it's like, like, Gaku could also mean, like, wobble, yeah. shake. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. he's, like, jiggling it, like, yeah. wiggling it like, out to try and come it. out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh I my actually, God! I actually yeah. took this moment. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I took this moment from like back when he, like, when I see that like Mahito uses his hair to cut or grab Yuji's foot. Mm -hmm. That right. now that he's noticing the damage that was done to his foot, now that his foot is in oh. the water, like what he's doing is like stomping, trying like, oh, can I? Like, oh, I've lost use of my right foot, oh. so now I can't move. So now he has to. Now he has to stay there and charge up the Jajankin and like have to avoid the like techniques that Mahito is going to be using on him, like swinging his like new elbow yeah. blades sure. at him. Ooh, I, I can see that too. I can Dude, see that too. Three like, completely stuck, different interpretations. Right. Stuck, I, but I, because I, of an injury. I, yeah. I was on the same wave as Noxie because yeah. I thought him thinking about the whole line of there's not a single jujutsu sorcerer who could use it at will that yeah. like hit him. Like the sure. shock of him thinking about that was like, oh shit, can I really get that bitch off? Yeah. And then he notices his leg shaking. He's like, hey, no, no, chicken chill. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I totally thought it was like, yo, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, hey, you shaking a little bit too much, pimp. Remember, right, we already, right. we already dealt with this. Choso, Nanami, exactly. Novara, Toto, you already went through all this. There ain't, get it together. Right, I thought he was, yeah. I thought he was telling himself, tighten up. Like, yeah. Like, you're right. <laughs> Oh man, that's interesting. I wow. like that though. I do yeah. like that. I love how that and see, like that's another thing that I love Gege for is that like okay, Togashi probably would have gave us narration here. You know what I mean? Sure, right. He probably yeah. would have gave us narration that to, to in inside of Yuji's, you know, like mental state, why he's his leg is shaking, why he did what he did when he when he hit himself in the knee. You know what I'm saying? We probably would have got exposition like that from Togashi in the form of a narration box. But mm -hmm. Gege, while you could see very clear inspiration and, and, and influence in Gege's writing and art from Yoshihiro Togashi. There are still specific yep. things that Gege wants to make sure that they do differently from Togashi. And one way I feel like they specifically want to make sure that they are not like Togashi in respect in, uh, in a certain respect is the way that they deliver information to the reader. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Gege will give you very subtle information that's always concrete it always checks out once you get the bigger picture all of the little information leading up to that bigger picture that you have of a certain concept all checks out when you go back to reference them but togashi will dump all of the information on you multiple right times there. over and over and over again mm -hmm. and pound it into your head because there's so much to it there's a mm -hmm. lot to juryoku in the same vein as there's a lot to nen but gege just delivers that information in small chunks over the course yeah, of, we, of a we did that for 
that well, we did that like show not tell kind of aspect from fujimoto and mm-hmm. then we just get like the the tagashi aspect where it's just like okay we get this perfect exposition exactly when we need it yes right yeah, yeah. Like, like with um it like with um i guess what akutami does is like the combat the combat's the focus right like i mm-hmm. need you guys to feel my characters fighting because i feel like juryoku as it is meticulous to a certain degree it still kind of breaks down to the hands you know what i'm yeah. saying well yeah. i feel like togashi has started leaning to where he's like this nin is going to be a factor and it's not even a scrap going on you know what i'm saying so yeah. like it it takes so much more you know honing in and that's why i love about akutami is that because they keep juryoku so combat focused mm-hmm. they can lean away from all of that they can right. just show us stuff you know mm-hmm. 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 whereas with togashi like, togashi really leans into the to the explanation side of things right. because he mm-hmm. understands that his energy system is a lot you know what i mean and <laughs> right and, and and gege understands that too but they're confident in their ability to give you that bigger picture over time and it will be one cohesive exactly. you know route towards that that full understanding and mm-hmm. i just love the different approach to a very similar way of giving us a shonen story inside of exactly. these two inside of these two writers man for real hell yeah um, so like what do you guys think so first of all <laughs> Yuji with the <laughs> with the lips missing at the oh, end, yeah. half of his Harvey lips Dent going on. <laughs> say what? Oh my! I say you do with the Harvey Dent going on. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like that shit was the Harvey Dent. Yeah. So do we think he's gonna like he's probably like because we were talking about how like Mahito like clocked him in the forehead with that like shovel spike he had on the end of his hand in that one chapter and it gave him that vicious scar yeah. on his forehead. So we think that he's gonna keep that. I, I remember mm-hmm. us talking about that. Like we think it would yeah. be tight if Yuji kept that. But like, is he gonna keep the grill? I don't you know what so. I'm saying? Like, what's know, going no, on I with the grill situation, bro? I kind of want him to keep it because, like, if you if Sakuna comes out and he's got he's still got that like that like chopped off like lip part as well, yeah. like the scar is just gonna look so raw with oh, the tattoos yeah. oh, and like yeah. that slick back hair. Yes, it would. It would. That's yeah. so pleasing. Yeah, that would be some shit. But at, and at the same time, I feel like if Yuji kept this damage moving forward throughout the rest of the series, I feel like. That would just be Gege just like reiterating and rehashing the idea that yeah, we like, got stakes in this month. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, like yeah. you, like you will come out of these conflicts different, whether it's psychologically, right. physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. Like just because this is shown and doesn't mean you get to go back to the crib at the end of any kind of threat that comes in, and you just get to reset higher base mm-hmm. stats with new abilities and you're still pretty no 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 something's gotta right. you, you yeah, go you're you're gonna, gonna you're lose something if you gain something yeah you're right. like if you gain something you're probably gonna get something taken away from you so i love exactly. that aspect of of jujutsu kaisen on the stake side of things but man so final final question here that i have for the chapter unless you guys wanted to go into anything else um beforehand but <laughs> we might have the same final question to be honest so you go you do yours bottom line Bottom line, yes or no? Who thinks Mahito is dying in this fight? No, nobody. No, no I, I can't. So you guys, so, so okay. So as far as how this fight ends, then do we think that? Because I feel like it could happen a couple different ways. I feel like Yuji beats him, doesn't deliver fatal damage, and then he like is, like turns into a puddle and like escapes in the sewer or something. Or Mahito wins, but before delivering a final blow, reinforcements show up, probably in the form of the Kamo School Kid or uh, the. Uh, the Kyoto school kids, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, or reinforcements could show up for Mahito in the, in the first situation that I described. Instead of him yeah. turning into a puddle and slithering away, maybe Uda Ume shows up, maybe Geto shows up, maybe 
You know what I'm saying? There's reinforcements on either side that could pull up and save either either fighter. I, so. I I almost doubt that there are reinforcements that could save Yuji right now. Okay. Like you you could say Kyoto school kids can come. Yeah. They're they're getting wiped out mm. by Mahito. Yeah, you know what I mean? You think because all of the, the Kyoto school? Well, sure, but you think that because Kamo fights at long range. Yeah, right. he's getting washed. Kamo fights easy, longer, easy but, but, right, right, right. So yeah, that's an easy clap one v one. I agree with you, but I mean, like, if they all come in simultaneously and they have like some kind of idea of what's going on, then they can say, okay, Kamo, you sit back here and shoot arrows. Miwa, you get in with your simple domain and like maybe be bait. Whoops, sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Go like they could boy. have, they could, they could have some kind of extraction plan. Even if they don't want to beat Mahito, they could be like, okay, boom, dump the arrows, grab Yuji, boom, splash yeah. the whatever special effects someone else have, boom, we get out of here in a cloud of smoke. I don't fucking know, but. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm actually, I'm going to say my answer to your question is I'm on the literal fence and I can see it going either way. Yeah. And the reason why I say either way is like, like I said before, the whole him saying like the killing you is going to complete my soul. I mm. definitely see Mahito dying here, but being something that's permanently spiritually and, you know, yeah. psychologically stuck with Yuji. That's right. But. On the end of Yuji losing, I'm going to be real. I don't see Yura Yume popping up helping Mahito. I see Uda Yume popping up and helping Yuji. Yeah, and yeah, when I right. say that, I say that in terms of Yura Yume's mindset would be, you idiot's curses already fed him 10 fingers. He done <laughs> ate too many to let him die. Yeah. You, you kind of get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ate sure. too many to let him die. So, yeah. and so Yura Yume will pop in on some look. You already be talking crazy to Sakuna, and yeah. you can't be killing his vessel. He already got stuff to do. Yeah. I'm gonna sure. have to get you up out of here. Right, that and, makes way more sense because they don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was about to say, and they don't see your Uda. You may do it. Uda, you may take him out, say some cryptic shit, dip, and only you do that. <laughs> because <laughs> it makes get what I'm saying? yeah it makes so much sense that Uda Ume would help Yuji because obviously they roll with Sukuna yeah and yeah yes obviously they fed him the amount of fingers for the let's get Yuji on our side plot the not the let's kill Yuji plot so like the yeah, let's yeah, kill Yuji yeah. plot was when he was still like four fingers deep let's get him out of here but now he's got like you know, diplomat- a, a diplomatic amount of fingers inside of them. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like, hilarious. yeah, you know, that's you really super got diplomatic funny. immunity. That's actually <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's a, like we got to talk to this lot. man now. With the, the ship has sailed on killing this person. Yeah, that's super other, funny. On the other side of Doncho's point, though, I could yeah. totally see like while reinforcements show up for Yuji, mm-hmm. Ghetto pulls up and says, "Okay." Gojo's in the box. We can dip now. They've yeah. like they've got too much to really be handling. We'll get the answer on like what happened between Maymay and and Wiwi and like what happened in that whole fight in the uh, subway. Mm-hmm. And then you just have Mahito and Ghetto running rampant all across Japan. Mm-hmm. Man, while they oh. while like while like the sorcerers are struggling to get their forces back up because now we got Mahito on the loose and we can't afford to assassinate Yuji because he's got 15 fingers in him. Right. And wow. so now we right. just got to train up. But mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I think the higher ups are going to be idiots and think killing Yuji is a smart thing to do. Oh yeah, I'll for sure. Yeah, I'll for def- sure. I'll definitely I definitely myself. subscribe I- to the idea that Gaku Ganji knows about what happened here in, 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 um, in Shibuya tonight and wants to expedite the execution of Yuji for yes. sure. And maybe we're going for to sure. get some political conflict inside of Yaga trying to shoot for Yuji. Like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? This was, you know, a situation mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a little bit more factors involved and he, he transformed into Sukuna and killed a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? He saved yeah. a bunch of lives too. But, like, maybe we should, like, 
you know, think about this a little bit more. And Gojo's not right. there to be like, try and execute him. I dare yeah. you. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So, so we could see a very political aftermath of Shibuya incident alongside a very self-reflecting, you know what I'm saying? Um, look into the aftermath yes. of Shibuya inside of the characters involved. So I would love, I man, I'm telling you right now, if we get an arc that's 50% dedicated to like the political atmosphere of Jujutsu Kaisen after this arc, and the other half is dedicated to like what these people do with this event right. psychologically and like personally after the fact, mm -hmm. and we just get hella growth on the character side of things for the characters involved and hella world building on the political side of things inside of Jujutsu Kaisen, that would literally be the perfect way to transition out of this arc instead of just going into the next big threat, which Shonen is very much known for. This self-reflection self arc after this is so necessary, I feel oh, like. so needed. And, yeah. and I have one final question because you brought that up and yeah. I'm sorry, I don't want to go too off topic. Yeah, go ahead. The next chapter. Yeah. But going back to when Yuji woke up, right? It yeah. seemed like he got a flash of everything that Sukuna had did, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yep. So do you think he's going to bring up to Megumi that Sukuna needs him for something? Ooh. Oh, yeah, 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 because he definitely has that information himself. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So it makes me wonder, is he yes. going to bring that up to Megumi? And if he does, are we going to get a actually get a real Sukuna sitting and having a conversation with Megumi? And that's kind of something I hope we get coming up because I think Damn, it's be yeah. crucial. It'll be crucial because it'll be not only Megumi we need to learn what's going on with General Maharaga and yeah. how the hell he survived that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And two, he's going to be figuring out who the fuck Toji is. So I think yeah. this yeah. is going to be a giant like character arc for him as well. Yeah. Trying to progress onto the next level. It just makes me wonder if Yuji's going to speak up and if he really does have that information where he's like, okay, dude, yeah. no lie, like. Sakuna needs you for some shit. And I wonder if that's going to be something Akutami plays with. I just, do you, what do you guys think? The I way that I that. see this going, I love that. The way that I, I see this that. going now that you said that is like, okay, I don't see personally myself seeing Yuji and Megumi even talking to each other at all for a long time after this. Even after, long, even after they're that. all healed up, you know what I'm saying? They're all healed up. I feel like everyone goes on their personal route for self-reflection in some way. I can see mm -hmm. Nobara going to find a way to deal with her maiming in some kind of way. I can see Yuji going on his own to find a way to deal with the trauma of what he did during Shibuya and just the events of it in general. I can see mm -hmm. Megumi healing up and going... I'm going to go find out who this Toji guy is. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I, like everyone's going to have a very different approach to like the future of their character directly after this arc. I don't see them interacting too much at all. I can see at the very end of that arc, maybe the final scene of whatever that self-reflection arc is, is Megumi and Yuji having a conversation like, look, bruh, it's been a fat minute. Sukuna's <laughs> Sukuna said some shit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, right. let me throw a butt in there, though. Yeah. Let me throw a butt in there. I like what you're saying, but... Um, if Nobara is thoroughly injured, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. not just here's some reverse Juryoku and you're healed magically, yeah. right? Like yeah. if, if there's some like hospital room time, that's the perfect moment for Yuji and Megumi to meet up and the perfect time for a very short conversation of like, hey, just for the record, like Sukuna definitely wants you for something. Go use that information on your self-reflection -reflex -refle journey. Yeah. Uh, right. Peace out. But like there's there's I think there will be an opportunity yeah. where, they'll, where they'll meet up. after. That's this, a yeah. really good point. Yeah, because because yeah. I can definitely see them, you know, chilling with Shoko, like getting wrapped up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting yeah, 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 up, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, hey, yeah. I'm about to go take some time for myself before I go. Sukuna wants you for something. Bye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, that would be that'd be some it. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I yeah. yeah, great question. Great question. Absolutely. I think that that was a very thorough discussion of the um chapter tonight despite the fact that there was it was so action heavy there was still yeah. a lot of dialogue and i feel like we touched on all of the most important moments of conversation in this exchange during mm -hmm. this chapter so are you guys you guys guys think you're good i yeah, think i'm good yeah right. i'm good cool great conversation you guys bang out job per <laughs> usual per usual <laughs> yeah all right getting into chainsaw man chapter 95 chainsaw man versus control devil and not a whole lot of, uh. not a whole lot of like you know <laughs> meat and potatoes to this chapter as far as like what can be expounded on or explained or mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying discussed about because this is literally all action there's maybe like three words should really just said. be called poor dingy <laughs> yeah right. I, I do have a, a good i yeah. have a good jumping in point for yeah. for something to talk about here mm -hmm. like it amidst this epic battle between denji and makima mm -hmm. did y'all notice like how makima's regeneration contract ability with the prime minister is like being drawn like yeah. so for example right away off goes makima's head and then in the next page this is probably page i don't know two or three it's i, I never know what page number it is with fucking apps or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but um but uh makima's head like boom the blood or the veins or something the blood between yeah. her he yep. severed head and her body like connect and yeah. zoom back and so that happens like several times with like her body an arm yeah. like an arm on page seven just like her Man, arm is off and then it's like it. zoom connected That's you right know? yeah i, didn't I even... was hoping i was the only one who noticed that bro i did not like see because this is different than I the regeneration that we've seen from her throughout the series like this is a lot quicker this is a lot more like snap to position than we what we've seen before well mm -hmm. i mean maybe maybe it isn't different and like we've just been shown those scenes you know what i mean after, because yeah. yeah after after the actual like regeneration yeah. happens because, i don't think like, we've ever seen like a in the moment regeneration that's right she's always um, off screen like she's always killed and then yeah. she goes away and then she's just back you know what i right. mean so after yeah. like the Kyoto, I think it was the the train to or from Kyoto when she got shot by all those people. Like she had a bunch of bloody wounds on her shirt, but that was her shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like right. like we didn't see the the bullet wounds healing or anything. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just thought it was super sick. Like to see that in in play or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like page. Look at page like six. I want to say six yeah. in terms of like um like the top panel. Boom, yeah. Makima headless. Yeah. kicks denji yeah. and then the middle panel is yeah. her head like snapping back onto yeah. her body or whatever yeah. like in like 64 bit wow. illustration like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah and see dude this is this is another thing right so like chainsaw man has always had like a grittier style oh, to yeah. its yeah. um you know to its to its um to its comic and mm -hmm. like you know especially inside of the character designs you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like you have these brilliantly drawn and beautifully um, designed and shaded and, you know, detailed landscapes, structures, creatures, you know what I'm saying? Inanimate objects are always drawn like beautiful with all this detail, but then the characters are drawn like very, you know, ingloriously. And like when you are in these like fights where the, the combat is so fast paced and you can see the blur of the movement on everyone, it's like this is very immersive inside, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? As far as like what we're supposed to feel during this fight it's very easily communicated to us by fujimoto tatsuki that's why i don't understand why people have an issue with this inside of jujutsu kaisen probably because every <laughs> fight you. is like this but <laughs> but i mean like still th there's a very obvious and very clear point as to why it's drawn this way and it yep. it does what it needs to do you know yeah, what i mean so. i i feel 
every single emotion that I'm supposed to feel during this conflict, and there's no confusion about it. And Makima, I didn't know had hands like this. We never seen her just Yo, swinging on you before. Hand to hand Makima. Yeah, hand to hand Makima is stupid, bro. She punched through Denji. Yeah. Why, where is that power coming from? Like that is crazy to me. That, yeah, like, and, and, the, and I like, think oh. what really kills it is her going like, "You would lose to my bare hands." Like, you know, yeah. chainsaw man for real. It's like, damn. Like, I don't need my contract for you, bro. You should catch this fade. That's wow. It. wow. I wanna, I wanna talk a little bit about the dialogue. Yeah. Um, after she has, you know, she's ripping out the heart, and and then she closes on this kind of monologue, as as we've been saying, and like how much, how how disappointed she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there, but there is a point I wanted to to make about it. She she says. Um, Chainsaw Man doesn't spit. Chainsaw yeah. Man doesn't wear clothing, doesn't talk. Every action he takes should be chaotic. Yeah. And and then she says, despite not getting him at all, you were chosen by Chainsaw Man. And remember back to last chapter, um, or maybe it was two chapters ago. Anyway, they were talking about, you know, like movies, right? Yeah. Like, like, do you think bad movies should not exist? And she's like, yeah, you know what? I, th- I think bad movies shouldn't exist. She's a fucking movie buff. She's jealous yeah. that, like, like Denji, who who doesn't get Chainsaw Man, like oh yeah. you're just a pleb, you don't even like fucking you even read the manga of Chainsaw Man, you don't even understand Chainsaw Man, she, uh, you don't even get him, like and he's picking you, I don't get it, like she just yeah. missed. I love this like movie lover Makima. Yeah, like, oh my god, she's such a hipster. Yeah, <laughs> the closest we've we've really gotten Makima to being angry. Yeah, because yeah. she's. She's so irritated, like, yeah. oh my god, you are so not even a fan of Chainsaw yeah. Man. How dare you? Yeah, I love it. Uh, this shows is, you. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is def- definitely the least opaque her character has been mm-hmm. in the entire series. Obviously, because it's ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. but like, it's just so crazy to see her behave in ways that weren't even really fathomable inside of her character, like in the beginning. But she's mm-hmm. still so Makima at the same time. It's not like a stark difference between the makima we're seeing now and the makima we've seen throughout the history right. of the story which right. i just love fujimoto for being able to still encapsulate everything that is makima while showing us a different side of her right. that we that we really didn't know if we were going to see like we thought that she would die the exact same character and just like l- like die with that mystery around her you know what I sure, mean? like because sure. fujimoto could definitely do that but him showing us more of her in these like pissed off like kind of like moments is really good for me because i've wanted that personally yeah yeah, yeah. And it makes total sense yeah. because it is the control devil who is pissed off of yeah. her lack of control, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. She, like she, she wants Chainsaw Man to fall in love with her and, and yeah. just be best buds because, like, mm. I'm your biggest fan. It's like, well, that doesn't, that's not how the world works, you know? Yeah. Right? You what do you mean it's not? You know, no, no, yeah. No, like, yeah, yeah, she's and totally so she's a control like, like, she should be able to control yeah. everything, but she yeah. can't. So it's like she's pissed off or whatever. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love and it. I'm, am I the only one that heard? Um, fucking the <laughs> juvenile beat come on on uh on page 10 <laughs> when she backs that thing up on, on denji <laughs> this guy i, I heard that boom, 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 boom. you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey but no this is a really cool attack though on this page on page 10 because like coming out of page nine obviously she punches him like through the back through the stomach and then like turns him around or something like that I don't even know what 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 that really is at the bottom of page of page nine. So she's 
pa- top page nine, she's pushing through him. Yep. Bottom of page nine, she's ripping ripping out it out, and then he's like him. whipping around, and then in the next page, oh she like hit pops him, pow, hits him with the booty bump. You know what I'm saying? I honestly think it's a punch again. But, oh, you but, think it's think a punch it's again? Arm. Yeah, I think she's like doing another one right through his arm real quick. Ah, uh, like, okay, okay. Her arm real like sketchy yeah. almost because yeah. like, the speed of her going pop. Yeah, there is movement illustration on her arm, but I thought I just figured that that was just like her body like turning around for the fucking you know what i'm saying like she's ripping her arm out of the hole again or whatever i don't know but i just i just saw that as like a a little you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) looking at this fight again i feel so bad for Dingy. Yeah, dude, he's yeah, getting his shit especially, pushed especially in, this bro. Double, especially this double page spread where you just see Makima with his heart in his hand just yes. looking oh. so, so disappointed yeah. and what's, like, on her Yeah, face. she's, like, pathetic. Yeah. Dude, this yeah. is this is personally my favorite double spread in the entire series, I think. I'd have to go back and look, but it's, it's yeah. top ten. Like, it's like top yeah, 10. I'd have to go back and look for sure, but, like, this just, like, I don't remember the last time I was, like, oh my god this double spread I, like i it happens a lot in chainsaw man but this is just the most intense reaction mm-hmm. i feel like i personally had on seeing a double spread on this page turn was so drastic on uh, from going from page 10 or fr- from page 11 to 12 and 13 like i was just like holy mm-hmm. shit <laughs> do you, and pochita think, um, no pochita's yeah. face on the heart i don't think oh. we've ever seen pochita's face on the heart yet i don't think we I don't you think know because he pulled his heart out in the star chainsaw chapter he pulled his sure. heart out and then like threw it sure. back down to earth we yeah. didn't see pochita's face on that one you know what i mean like this is the first time we're really seeing like oh no they got the heart this time you know what i mean Ooh. they've been trying to get this heart the whole fucking series and she just Ah, Pochita right Really there. rip power. I don't know how she's coming back. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. oh, God, man. Wow. Man, just... Oh, it's God. sick. Yeah. All these graves, the heart in Makima's hand, the disappointment just all yeah. over her face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking Fujimoto Tatsuki snapped on this Makima. Like, he, like he's... <laughs> like, we've talked about before about how, like, his facial expressions, his character designs, you know, like, leave a little bit to be desired. But, like, once you get used to it, obviously, you're like, okay, yeah, this is Fujimoto's style. But, like, mm-hmm. for specifically for this panel of Makima, he really made sure he was like, okay, I need to emotion definitely out. convey the emotion and, mm-hmm. you know, the thoughts that are being, you know, shown inside like, of Makima yeah. here. And, like, she just looks utterly disappointed in this, yeah. and disappointed. disgusted like, in just, this situation. <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The way she rips that rips that heart out just has mm. me like, God damn. Yeah. Even at like the end of the chapter too, where she's like, then just die. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> then, then like, man, like, whenever oh. whenever manga characters say then die, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always <laughs> like super epic. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Every time. Yeah. So, Every what do you guys? Time. What do you guys think? Um. So she rips the heart out for sure, severs the contact because like because yeah. in the double spread she pulls it out, but it's still connected. But right. then on 18, no, boom, this heart yeah, is mine out. now. It is not right. a part of you anymore. What are we big family special? Yeah. So what do we? <laughs> so, so what do we think is like next? Then you know what I mean? Because it's joke, like, joke I, answer. Joke answer. Denji says a heart is more of a philosophical concept. Like <laughs> it's not really the organ per se. Like uh, Pochita's heart is with me still. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, no, 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 no. heart. Imagine it. <laughs> 
I have no idea what the fuck. Yeah, I I have no idea. I'm not Kiko. I don't have the snapback USB on my ball. Like it's just like I don't know what to expect. Like your heart just got ripped out, bro. I'm wondering if Pochita's about to do something unexpected here. Yo, Pochita's about to hit the. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. No, I mean yeah. it, it's got it's got to do with like Makima's um like what's her motivation exactly right like yeah. she wants the chainsaw devil what 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 is what is what is she what is her motivation exactly you know what I mean like did she say she wants the chainsaw devil to eat all of the concepts she has decided aren't like fit for the world right yes yeah. I think so yeah yes yes yes, yes. Yeah. so yeah. so she really just wants chainsaw to turn into real chainsaw and be work under her so yeah. i guess she's not down. going to kill she's not going to kill pochita true right right true um but it, beyond that it's very hard for me to understand like what is the next step in this plan you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. so hard to read so yeah. hard to read and what is mm-hmm. denji about to do like right wait, is, he dead like, here? is denji just <laughs> like dead <laughs> right like, like what is he about to do mm-hmm. right because the whole reason why he has the regenerative capabilities that he does is because pochita was there right yeah, so yeah, if Pochita's yeah. not there anymore, then like Denji has to be dead here unless unless power he's gonna make a new contract with the Blood Devil right now. And he's gonna be just How? Denji and the Blood Devil. Because he's because, half a body in there. I know because How? because power's blood is still there. Oh yeah, in right, him. right, right. But oh, right? but she said but she said um you have to come find the blood you have to go oh, find the blood yeah, devil that's right. and, and convince it you know that it's power or whatever oh, right so I, I don't oh. think like the blood devil is in Denji right now it could be could or be. maybe yeah. going to search for the blood devil is a psychological or a spiritual thing more so than like a physical <laughs> thing and he has to find the blood devil within himself to like form a contract and I like just going on a vision quest yeah. if Kiko said it y'all would be on the floor I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> nah, he would say it better. Right, God, I'll take you now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to justify it yet. But I am very confident that since Denji no longer has a heart, unless he unless he outright dies here, and the story of Denji is over, and Kishibe finishes this fucking story, then like I can totally see power becoming denji's new heart <laughs> and him just being the blood man <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't know he finishes the series as the blood man out of i have no idea now that you said i think it would be so hilarious if you just see like if you just see like kishi bay off in the distance you never should have told me you had a contract with the prime minister that starts doing like the spider-man yeah thing. yeah like Ah, and then starts doing the Spider-Man 3 dance as he's watching Makima die. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh I would, God. I, hey, you want to know what? Fujimoto's a huge fucking movie buff. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that he would throw a Spider-Man 3 reference in this story. True. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I can't personally see it, but definitely not impossible for Fujimoto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything more to say about this chapter. Uh, no. the, last, the last thing Me I think either, I'll say, like, this, this monologue that Makima goes on, it's just like, mm-hmm. I know we already yeah. covered it, but it's just like, it's so good, because she's just like, Chainsaw Man doesn't spit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know she's just irritated. Yeah, dude, yeah. I can't Super wait to pissed. hear her voice actor in this moment. Yeah, ha- I feel like, I, I feel like I, I'm like, the first, for the first time, I'm excited to hear this in dub, right? Mm-hmm. Because, oh, like, sure, we're, sure. because we're saying the dialogue ourselves in English. Mm-hmm. 
and we're saying it the way that we think she's saying it. So it's gonna right. be interesting to see how like the dub voice actor actually like delivers the scene. Because in the Japanese, sure, we could probably fuck. It'll probably hit similarly, but mm -hmm. just because of like the difference in dialect and like the different than like the barrier and whatnot, we might not. Yeah, we might not like it. Might not hit the same for us as it would a Jap. Like it'll probably hit the same way for a Japanese person in Japanese as it would for us in English. Yeah, but, like we're not Japanese, so I'm like super yeah. excited to hear the dub on this specifically. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that dub hasn't been good since 2006. Hey, you're not <laughs> lying, but <laughs> and normally I wouldn't even bring up the dub, but just because of like our conversation on this chapter, like I feel like they could do a really good job with like yeah. the Chainsaw Man dub. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. They could. Yeah. They can Especially do a good if job they give because we were yeah exactly, but we were talking about yeah, it on the right. on the Chainsaw Man anime expectations one shot that we did. Who would be like? We did like that voice actor fan casting, and you want to know what mm -hmm. stuck with me ever since then, Nick? You saying the dub for Power should be Haru Haru Haruko from yeah, Fooly yeah, yeah, Cooly? Yeah, yeah. I can't unhear Ooh. it. I literally yeah. cannot Ooh, unhear it now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't remember who we said for Makima. I think I said Nico Robbins' voice actor, just sure. because she sounds I like a pissed that. off mom. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like <laughs> that's just the voice I hear in Makima. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, can, I can really hear that to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But anything else, you guys? No, that's, all that's, I have. that's it for me. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay, great combo, guys. All right, getting into Mashal, Magic and Muscles, Chapter 41, Mashburn Dead and the Divine Visionaries. And I just want to say this chapter to me felt like for the first time in my experience reading Mashal, I want to personally say that this is the first time that all of the themes of Mashal have felt present in one chapter. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's all of the things, all of the ways that Ma that Mashal can be serious mm -hmm. are done very well in this chapter. All of the ways that Mashal can be funny are done well in this chapter. We have a very mm -hmm. good representation of new magics and whatnot. And we have a lot of new world building, a lot of new characters introduced. And I just think that this is probably top three Mashal chapters for me so far. Especially just because I love courtroom settings for characters. <laughs> like, I just love those arcs in fiction. You know what I'm saying? The Trial of Magneto. All of those, yeah. like, kind yep. of stories are, like, my favorite kind of situations where the main character who you want to root for is up against, like, super intense odds because it's, like, law. It's not like a fight, you know what I'm saying, where we know that Masha <laughs> will just knock you out. This yeah, is, yeah. like the the law in a courtroom you know what i'm saying you can't just flex out of this or can you or here can we you? have mashal showing us how he can literally flex himself out of any situation even if it's not physical and i just love that about this series yeah i love like the right away just like so i guess we're adjourning now it's, like, <laughs> it's not your decision to make you yeah. idiot <laughs> Dude, Mash has so many quotable, like, super yeah. funny one-liners in this chapter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say, for, it's weird, Um, because my experience reading Mashal is, like, I understand it's, like, a flowing story and things add together, but I mm -hmm. still feel like I'm reading, like, an individual thing each chapter. Yeah, it does it's feel very, very episodic at times. Yeah. 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 But, it, but it doesn't feel, like, stupid, or it doesn't feel like I'm wasting my time. You know, like, right. it feels like I'm doing something that I'm rewarded for every time. And like you said, this was a chapter that incorporated everything. And my favorite part was just the whole, um, the, like, snake thing. They said that would, like, yeah. eat, your, um, oh, like, yeah. eat you and, like, consume you when you take it off somebody. Yeah. And then all he does is tie it like a cherry knot, and then it spins it out. <laughs> yo! So, like, yo. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, it's so cool seeing Komodo show us just how inventive and imaginative he is with showing Mash's physical feats. Because mm. everyone has been like, I want to tie cherry stems with my tongue. 
I, right. You know what I mean? Like me personally, I've never been able to do that. And I'm like so impressed by people who can, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like this yep. is a huge physical feat for MASH in my opinion, just because of my inability to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Even though it's just like funny, but like, it's like duh, MASH will do this. You know what I mean? It's also, kind of, it's also like really funny. Like you, you think of it as a physical feat for MASH. Like, oh yeah, it's just MASH. But then like you just remember like, oh yeah, the tongue is a muscle. Yeah, the strongest yeah, one right. you have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, no, no, no. It, it is scientifically the strongest muscle you have, like, according to its scale. Look it up. Mm -hmm. yeah. Look it up. Okay, we'll do, that's I'll a, do that's a fun fact that I learned on, like, Fox Kids TV in, like, 2003, like, in the Fox? morning when they would have their, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, in between, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and, like, Fighting Foodons, there were, like, the little bumps or commercials where they, like, dropped yeah. fun facts, like, the fastest mm -hmm. land speed anyone's ever been recorded on a skateboard and shit like that. You sure, know what I mean? Like, you, you get those little like fun facts everywhere. I remember the tongue is, like, your strongest muscle. So get out there and buy more lollipops, kids. <laughs> That's hey, interesting. Hey, hey, hey. You want to know what? Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up from this chapter is that, one, we have... We remember last week we were talking about, like, I think Kiko said, we've seen this cat in the glasses at the head of the Divine Visionary group before. Okay. And we have because this is the dude. Isn't he the dude who controlled the floor and, like, where everyone sunk down to? In the no. uh no he's not uh, isn't this the same magic that like no, teleport I, that like I, I, transported I everyone to their specific fights in the magic. last arc the like, dude it, yeah go ahead Shinudi. yeah the guy who fought uh Lance uh, I keep wondering is it Lance I don't oh, know I just remember at the start of the conflict in the last arc yeah. everyone fell through the floor and then mm -hmm. ended up in a different room and it's like this it, is the dude who fought Lance I'm pretty sure no it, yeah. it was the dude who fought lance but this is not the dude who fought lance uh, i don't i don't think right the dude who fought lance had mud magic and he had a wizard hat yeah and um i guess i'm trying to look up that character or whatever because i i don't think this is him okay um, maybe they're related then potentially. The, the lines maybe. might relate um yeah they all related. If, if you are going to look into that maybe okay maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong here or maybe they're related or maybe it is the same character until we figure that out i just want to say since you brought up the line designs this double mm -hmm. spread showing the divine visionaries Yo. is really cool it's really cool because once we get the breakdown of who these characters are some of their line designs like we've been saying since we started covering this series line designs are sometimes very indicative of your magic affinity so we have the cemetery administration the immortal cane and he has a cross not only in his logo of his divine visionary classification but also mm. his line de design is a judeo-christian like you know what i'm oh. saying like cross and he works in a cemetery so we can assume he's a necromancer we can assume that he you know is some kind of spiritual magic user you know what that I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, so, I, 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 I think you might be right. Yeah. Also, uh, just to uh, sneak that in, like mm -hmm. since we were talking about it before, they rosary. are related because mm -hmm. the guy who fought Lance, his name is Worth Model, mm -hmm. and this guy is Order Model. Mm -hmm. So they are related. I'm just not sure how. Oh. It's uh, chapter. 24. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because because they both had the Vash the Stampede glasses, the dude who fought Lance, <laughs> and this dude has the John Lennon shades, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. and they have a similar haircut, you know what I'm saying? I was like, that's either the same dude, or that's like his littler big bro, or something like that, you know what I mean? We've seen family, you know what I mean? Like, we've seen families in the series already inside of the Reigns family and whatnot, you know what I mean? So definitely. Okay, Yeah. There, there is a dude who looks almost identical to this 
In yeah, in in the Magi Lupus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was who okay. is who lands fought, but mm-hmm. the lines are different. Okay, so he just has lines going straight up and down his face. Yeah. When this dude has like the kind of brick the brackets, square yeah. the brackets or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, worth, worth battle. Exactly. Exactly right. Shinudi. Nice. Yep. Shinudi. Okay. So, so that that pretty much hard confirms that this dude is related to that guy. I think. So, I, because I, they I have don't very, think that's hard confirmed. Well, they have very similar magic because he but, has he has he has sand magic over here. On this guy, they have very similar aesthetics in their character design. One uses sand magic, one uses mud magic. They have mm-hmm. very similar names. One is order, one is worth. I don't know. Oh, do we know his name? Um, oh, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we of do. course we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got his name this, this chapter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Worth and oh, order. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I, yep. I think that is, at least for me, hard confirmation there. But I just, I'm, now that now that we have this cemetery guy, Ren, Renat, and first of all, I just want to say I love the naming inside oh, of yeah, this Oh, yeah, I series. really do. Renatus Revolt. Yes. Renatus Revolt so tight but you want to know what run that backwards lover lover yeah yeah Ooh. uh i don't know what that i don't know what that other word is backwards but like satainer y- yeah <laughs> 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 but i mean like that's that's just like with with a series like this where you have names that are obviously just like plays on like you know like semantics essentially mm-hmm, like you just mm-hmm. run like like the first thing i think is like okay what do these names say backwards you know what i mean and i can just see lover in this right. dude's name um I called that girl's ability. Which one? Ice. Um, Sophie. Oh, one. oh, ice. Yeah, yeah. You did yeah. say ice. Totally yeah, said you... that shit. Snow. Oh, I said snow, but it's like same you thing. You said it. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. It's cold weather magic. Damn yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But yeah. So like now that okay. So like we see the cemetery guy. He's got the cross on his cheek. I want to say he's a necromancer, but it's obviously just some kind of like spiritual, spiritually related magic inside of him. I mean, he's um, the immortal king. Well, he, he says just... immortal. He could just be immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could just be right. immortal. Um, I was thinking that maybe he had like a regeneration kind of like magic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, he's like Andy. Andy. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then obviously we guess the ice chick, and then this one right here, the flame cane. I don't think that there's anything indec- indicative in his line design that says fire to me, unless he has like, unless his fire magic is like so potent that it's like lasers. And he like shoots mm. like superheated lasers at you, which I could totally see it being like a lined X design because he'll probably True. like shoot lasers like you know what I mean? Maybe potentially. That's Maybe just yeah. Me, yeah. And he has a sword. Like why does he have a sword if he's the flame, a flame yeah. dude? Oh, oh okay, okay. So then he, so then he channels his magic probably through his sword as a medium and just has a flame sword, which could explain the cross section of his line design because he slashes sure. you. You know sure. what I mean? So it could be something like that. But then this dragon guy, because I remember last chapter we made a joke and said, like, maybe the dragon is the sentient one. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the human is because it has a collar on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we were like, the, it's going to be really cool if the human is like not the actual person and the dragon is. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. but then that goes into like weird, like moral stuff with like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like why a, like this seemingly human person is just allowed to be controlled by this magical dragon in this way right in this very dominating way but then um the knowledge came so remember we were talking about this lady and this like what was on her head you said it was a hat i think kiko said it looked like a blossoming rose yeah which i I think think i I then agreed with so that makes sense but then like knowledge came i don't know how her line design I don't know. Uh, so, like uh, me either. I don't know how. I, I've been trying to figure this out like since I read the chapter. <laughs> okay, how about question marks? Like Ooh. a question, knowledge. Oh, 
Nick, questions. man, you did it. Oh, that's it. That's literally it. Yep. Yeah, you might be on to something. That's literally <laughs> it. It looks just like a question mark. I think yeah. he could be on to something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, like, knowledge questions. No, I, I, no I, I'm with that's you. I, I just so that good. Right yeah. I, I did not think of that until just now. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Okay, so order. Or wait. No, no. Order. Okay. Yeah. So this dude is the Desert Cane. Obviously, that makes sense because he uses sand magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is Sabulous. Salabus, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Stand coffee. yeah. Uh-oh. So, what do you guys, what do you guys think of um, who do you guys think is the strongest out of all? Of I want guys? to say order because he's got such a stick up his ass, but yeah, yeah. and he's in the front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he's in the front. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it seems to be very like him having just to be like we gotta make this decision unanimous and like yeah. just wanted to hone into the court thing. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. makes me feel like he's like the serious one, the one that like nobody knows not to play with. Yeah, that he does of... feel in the double spread a lot more like regal mm-hmm. than everybody yeah. else. But at it the same be... time, I also want to say it's Rio Grant. Sorry, sorry for cutting you off. I was literally going to say that same thing, so that's totally fine. I Which totally one? agree with you. Uh, <laughs> it's not one of the six. It's it's the other guy. Oh, it's Buddy start. in the yeah. back. Yeah, 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 for, yeah. Sure, yeah. for sure, for sure, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, like he, yeah. he completely broke off from like the rest of the group, went ahead and disrupted the entire court session and had no problems to do it. That's the only something that you see, you see people like Gojo do. Like, yeah, yeah. no I, like, one yeah, checked I, him. Nobody checked him nobody. when he was like disrupting the court and like playing <laughs> he, his game. He didn't game. Even disrupt by himself. He also brought his buddy with the wine, right? Mm-hmm. Like his like butler or whatever, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're uh, stunting if you're doing that. Yeah, right? for so, real. You got to bring True. Paolo with the juicy. <laughs> so this <laughs> this scene after that um the scene after all of this that is unacceptable right starting on the bottom of page nine going mm-hmm. into like this dude being obviously possessed by this innocent zero parasite yep how yep. you guys feel about that like this totally caught me off guard at first yeah it's super I was like, okay off. yeah so when he came out and he was like we are innocent zero everyone looks like they're reacting in a way to where they're surprised but like isn't this like a high-ranking like official that's saying this right now who's being possessed so originally, yeah, official so, from like the school. Yeah, sure. so like he's one of the dudes in the chairs who are judging Mash right now, obviously. So like at least that's what I thought. Um I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of the ones pointing a finger at Mash. So when he says we are innocent zero and everyone reacts to that, I'm going, okay. So like innocent zero is inside of like the governmental, you know, situation inside of the school, and like innocent zero. Like this, the administration is the bad guys here because Innocent Zero is showing himself through this guy. But then, no, you find out it's a parasite. You know what I mean? But then, like, so did this parasite sneak in unbeknownst to everyone and take control of this dude to give this message? Right? You know uh, what? Um, God, why can't I remember his name? Like, I why just did had this just so that. casually happen where this dude just came out of the woodwork and said these things? Right. That's a good question. Well, that's what I was wondering. And no you one's know, like, how did that thing get in here? What's going on? No one is like, everyone is just addressing this dude after he goes crazy as if this is normal or something. Or I don't you know. know. What I, took, I took it as like, this is what Cell War was doing and why he needed to disguise himself as Lance. So like he could just walk around being unnoticed by everybody, doing whatever he needs to do, planning whatever parasites, beasts, or traps he needs to around the school. Mm-hmm. And then, then he's walking to, you know, he's walking to Mash and Crew. Like he, that's when he gets caught. So like he finished, mm-hmm. finished what he needed to do, and then he needed to go actually actually finish up what he needed to do, which was get whatever Mash has within his body or whatever it is. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just so confused by why. Okay, so like this if, this, guy... if this parasite was not here at the start of this <laughs> mm-hmm. trial, right? And then this guy is like yelling at Mash, like you you blew it, you're grounded, your death penalty, whatever he's saying to him, <laughs> and then like 
the fucking parasite slithers into the room unbeknownst to everyone takes control of this dude and then gives them this message as innocent zero their mm-hmm. reactions to that it's like they don't give a fuck about this dude bro you right, know what i'm saying right. they're just like right. oh, okay you're possessed now well let's hear what you got to say all right all right like they're not like like you said nox it kind of does feel like innocent zero like they kind of be plotting like they seem yeah. to must do stuff like this or something yeah. like that right i yeah. mean even the magic parasite thing the creature itself didn't come off like a, oh my god they used the magic parasite yeah it kind of just was like oh oh it's a, a magic, magic parasite. parasite yeah you know yeah. What right. I mean? like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and why why does a magic parasite allow innocent zero to communicate through this dude in the first yeah, place? Yeah, it seems like it's yeah, yeah. It just seems like it's a little out of its like ability range. Like, okay, yeah. so you grow by absorbing magic. That's cool. Why yeah. are you also a radio? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that I interpreted this is that innocent zero loaded something into this parasite that like mm-hmm. links them to it in a way yeah, to yeah, when the yeah. parasite connects themselves to the host then mm-hmm. the innocent zero dude who unleashed it can then talk to you you know what i mean right like, by itself the parasite probably just does exactly what it says and find the host to feed on mana but since it was sent by an innocent zero person they probably manipulated it or augmented it in some way with their own magic to where mm-hmm. when it did its thing and connect itself to someone now they have a link to them in a way that mm-hmm. they can communicate it like, could curiously. be some type of like a um, magic beast controller or something. Yeah, it could True. be something like that. Hey, Matt, beast magic. Let's go. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, ready. Did. Yeah, I'm, I'm so shocked that we didn't even say that. Seeing as how we just got Agita yeah. Tyrone being like <laughs> right. the magical creatures administration within the divine visionaries. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. great point. Great point. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait a minute now, because oh, Ty- we could have a traitor in our midst here. Because one of these divine visionaries could be controlling this parasite right now. And potentially buddy Tyrone dude with this dragon with the leash on him. You know what I'm saying? Like that could be a hint that like, okay, obviously this leash um, implies dominance or control over another individual. Uh So if this dragon is controlling this person or this person is controlling this dragon or whatever their relationship is could be linked to the situation with this other beast being used in this way maybe i feel like if there's a traitor it's either going to be aizo tyrone or rio grant because like it looks like he's not like too worried about the parasite like yeah fine okay i'll remove the parasite whatever it's not gonna affect me anyway. sure yeah yeah, yeah. he he might be working undercover and being basically it what feels like the strongest one because the secretary or whoever the fuck this kid is says like you'll be crystallized in an instant like okay so you're hard body we know this now Mm -hmm. like so maybe it's either him or tyrone Mm. sure and I feel like it might be tyranny, like being his last name. Hey, <laughs> know, hey hold on, Ooh. wait a minute. Might be on to say, and, and it's just like, man, like it's not uncommon to see traitor plots in, mm-hmm. especially like I feel like we've been seeing a lot of them inside of this magazine lately. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, right. so like if there is a traitor plot, and we kind of just like guessed it before it was told to us in the series that would be wild that's that would be fucking wild. cool wild. man pretty crazy yeah that's fucking just just off of the parasite like you know what i'm saying like if we <laughs> if it we, was way too casual man like yeah. it was so casual <laughs> if we made that link though before the story tells us i'm i'm gonna be like super excited about that but, um, right, follow me on twitter <laughs> <laughs> honestly I uh, I did have an interesting point to bring up, a, mi- a minor point on yeah. page eight or whatever. Um, so 
the what's his dude's name order order metal is kind of like describing why they should go ahead with the rules and kill mash right and he and he says at the top of page eight um furthermore bowing to our emotions as peers of the realm sets a bad example and i just wanted to throw out there in case people like didn't know or whatever that like peers in this in this scenario is like peerage like nobility right like they're nobles essentially a king you have a king and like all the nobles are peers so you have like a peerage and like you're basically like on team king or whatever right so like yeah. they're they're like they're a different class of people um than other people not and not just because of like the visionary title but like right. there seems to be a noble system or whatever mm-hmm. and if there is a traitor within the nobles of like this magic community system or whatever that would be a huge another huge uh yes. potential future plot point yes that and will he, work within that same like statement within that same like page i want to know what he who or what he's talking about when he says we'll be admitting there are special exceptions like who else would be a special exception within this super high strung society That's where right. you just off people for not having magic so then that well he's that talking there's... about mash right yeah yeah uh i want to say he's talking about mash but then he says like yeah we're, we're gonna kill you at the end of the day so right so then that means if right. they kill mash here then that means that they've made an exception for someone else before mash because if, yeah. they're, if they're going to say there are exceptions and then not include MASH in the exceptions, then that means that they have accepted somebody else, right? No, I, I think he's saying, like, if we allow exceptions, like, they're talking about we are going to kill MASH. Yeah. Now, we are, we are, if we don't, if we, if we allow exceptions for MASH and, and accept that then the system fails, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll okay. be admitting, be, and they'll, they'll basically be saying, like, oh, nobles exist under a different set of rules and that'll make the whole thing you know be a farce or whatever right yeah. like we'll be admitting ah, that we okay. just have special privileges yeah. as nobles and there's the law doesn't matter yeah. because yeah, we right. can pick to save people against the law or whatever yeah you're mm-hmm. right you're right that is it absolutely yeah it's just yeah. To try to keep it absolute you know they want yeah. to yeah. make it feel yeah. absolute yeah yes I love it. Towards uh, towards the end, I just love the joke of like <laughs> after after he does the you know balloon animal shit yeah. or whatever. It's like, well, what did he say? Like, well, we heard the bad guy's speech and we saved the old guy, so I guess we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, bro. And then they're like, no, 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 no. We still got to deal with you, bro. Rules are rules. Those oh without God. magic don't get a say. That's just how our world operates, buddy. So your death sentence will be upheld. We'll be taking. I won't go. <laughs> and then he Wait, what? The and then he shoves his feet in the, feet in the ground. ground. I won't right? go. Can't take I me now, can you? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Screaming, really bro. Just trying him too. Like you ain't gonna do nothing now. Like yeah. what's up? Like, can you do something, what bitch. You gonna do? And buddy, <laughs> buddy just looks shook in the bottom. The last penny. He's like, bro, don't mm-hmm. you see? I got this Renee gone, boy. I'm about to. <laughs> yeah, like, don't I make got, me mocking my eyes on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. don't, don't sleep on me. So I think that they all rush him next chapter, get folded back savage, and then say, <laughs> Okay, you can do whatever you want, whatever I you guess. Want. <laughs> See right. you in class. <laughs> I I feel like not all of them are gonna rush him. Like yeah. I feel like Rio might either help or just stand on the side. Like, yeah, no, I'm not I, I came here to stop this. What are yeah. you talking about? I think the mm-hmm. immortal dude is going to definitely like pull up on Mash and be like, yeah. big body hours, what you got for me, and then he's gonna get sent through a wall. Then they're gonna try all their other magic on him, and they're gonna be like, "I just, okay, I, just no. I just want Mash to be like, are you done yet?'" Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Pow, 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 tink, 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 tink. Are you done? Like, are you finished? Like, can can I? Can we? Like, what are we doing? What's next? You right. know what I mean? Like, I'm I just want to miss see her that. Period. I just want to go home. I, I because yeah. I would just love to see them make such a big deal about order, balance, the way things have been for so long, mm-hmm. status quos, and then you think you're special. Blah, 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 no exceptions. 
And then MASH just goes, well, like, what can you do if you can't kill me and I don't allow you to do anything? Well, guess we're changing our entire law system around <laughs> MASH's overwhelming physical capabilities. You know what I mean? I would just love to see, like, a paradigm shift in this world based on their inability to execute their form of justice on MASH. I think that would yeah, be exactly. so funny. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. That's why I love watching. That's why no, we're not watching, but reading MASH because it's like... It's like you're. It's nothing cliche, but then it kind of mm -hmm. do feel almost comedy cliche. But mm -hmm. then it's yeah. refreshing every time. Like you know, like yeah. you, watch, you read it and you're like, okay, yeah, this is this is the laugh I needed this week. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it feels good. Imagine if Mash was like out for like world domination. <laughs> they're so lucky this oh dude God. just wants to be a kid and like yeah, exist in this school. That's probably going to be like. I mean, we're still really early in the series. And I know that they're kind of like setting up like the anti the antagonistic like vibe in this series to be like nobles and people with like high, you know, potency, you know, magic affinity. You know what I mean? Just based on mm -hmm. like whatever they were born with, their noble classification, their line, whatever. It's all seemingly going to be magic based threats. But like, what if like the real big bad of Mashal is just another person like Mash who's just as capable physically, but wants to run the planet instead of sure. just be Mash. You know what I mean? And like I honestly think that's what's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean like who else makes sense as like a villain you can take seriously in this story. We've seen Mash mm -hmm. evaporate regardless of besides the head mat, the head, the, the, the headmaster, who mm -hmm. hit him with that like weird elaborate like puppet magic where he was under a buzzsaw or some shit like in a the drill beginning. or whatever yeah, yeah that yeah. drill or whatever besides him mash has literally been able to no diff all of the magic he, he's experienced pretty much up mm -hmm. until this point so i mean like unless you really start like pulling in like fundamental like universal natures as far as like abilities like you know what i'm saying like i mean we've already seen gravity but I mean, like, if mm -hmm. you start talking about, like, reality manipulation or reality warping, like, I can see MASH not really being able to deal with that with physical strength right. alone. And but, like, with with the Divine Visionaries being added here, like, yeah. it could be that finally we will see, like, a whole usual class of magic where, like, yeah, MASH really can't compete with the Divine Visionaries, yeah. potentially. I, I do think that he was, he's going to wash everyone or could wash everyone here. Yeah. Um, just based on his overwhelming strength, the fact that it's kind of a gag manga yeah. to a large degree, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, it, I think it is possible we do eventually get introduced, like, this, you know, level of magic that is out of MASH's league. Right. Hell yeah. I think so, too. I really want there to be, like, an, uh, a moment within MASH where it's just, like, like, MASH is always a very comedic uh, character, unless you like, you know, flip his switch. I want him to get really serious, yeah. except within a position where he doesn't throw hands. He's just like, okay, yeah. you've thrown literally all of your heavyweight wizards my direction, and they all come back with broken wands or broken limbs. So clearly <laughs> nothing's working here. Mm -hmm. So can we please fix this situation? And then just more comedy just comes off that one serious moment that Mash, <laughs> that Mash has. It's going to be that Caleb City video where it's like, how fearless minions are in any video game. Yeah, and it's like the yeah. minion that opens the door and sees the main character standing on a pile of corpses <laughs> and just goes, you're not getting through me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine that gag in Mashal. Yes. <laughs> I throw up laughing. <laughs> oh. like half of my guts would be on the floor nice. because I'd be heaving. <laughs> Oh, man. Is there anything you guys got left on Mashal tonight? 
That's I think I'm I good. Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. Uh, just just one little thing. Just yeah. like I mm-hmm. noticed that like the symbols that they put near their names are also on the back of all their cloaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I I started nice. to touch yeah. on that. Yeah. I started to touch on that with the with the immortal guy, but then like never went in. But yes, that is so cool. How so? You have for um Retinus Revol, you have his line design is his crest. Sure. But Surada Hollowstone or Hailstone has the snow the oh wait but it's on her eye patch yeah oh shit and then you have caldo get gehenna sorry i like i got the hiccup suddenly but his line design is not the same as his crest and you can't see anything else on his body with his I wanted to say that he might be like since he's going to be a fire mage obviously since his whole thing like his whole like yeah. symbol is fire that the x represents like kind of like bonfire like like uh, sure. campfire oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. sticks yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 dude that's cool because i what did i say earlier i think i said that the, the his line design either lasers his combat or, style, or his sword, fighting sword style. slashes yeah, yeah, yeah either yeah. he's got like laser beams that can like like a light show no, or I, I, I like the campfire uh, yeah i love the campfire or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah yeah like with the with the sticks man the bonfire wood that's so cool <laughs> so dragon... and i wanted to say that him and oh my bad my bad <laughs> no 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 go ahead I was just gonna say I wanted to say I want to say that him and Renatus uh, have like a really good dynamic because like as soon as he finishes talking, it's like someone's feeling loud. Like you talking to me? Like yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like like if they if they're arguing if they're bickering, right? Because like where do you see that on what page? Like it's like it, when you go through their like introduction. Oh, what page is that? So page Gosh. six. Page six. Caldo uh, Cal- says like someone's being noisy. And top of page seven. Dude's like you talking. Oh down to yeah, me? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who, who else could I be talking down to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So they're probably like Zoro and Sanji, Sanji, man. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. probably like they probably attack you like together, like who can knock them out first type shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, man, I would. I just I want to see this divine visionary group get fleshed out in a way like where you see them chilling in ways that aren't necessarily for the only for the movement of the plot because like right now obviously they're being introduced as you know like law enforcers they're here mm-hmm. to carry out an execution you know what i mean like obviously yeah. their relevance in this scene is to carry out a certain plot driving plot driving event mm-hmm. but like i love when organizations or groups of characters inside of manga are shown in ways that are really just for the characters themselves and not so much they're only here when the plot needs to move forward, even though sure. they're obviously big, pl- like a very big plot related group. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I would just love to see them just chilling in ways that flesh out their character, their dynamic, their um, atmosphere inside of their specific group. So that whenever they do interact in ways that move the plot forward, it hits that much harder because of how much we know about them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I just love getting deeper looks into groups that don't feel as important as the main cast you know what right, i mean right right so mm-hmm. would love to see them fleshed out a little bit more in that regard but other than Agreed. That, yep i think i'm good on mashal yeah i'm good yeah. on mashal same okay getting into black clover chapter 273 day of destiny how do you guys feel um it's all right it's all right yeah i actually like this yeah. chapter i loved this yeah. I, I i personally loved this chapter just because I didn't know that I was waiting for like spade like the, like to see what it was like in the inner workings of the spade side of things. You know what I mean? Like now mm-hmm. that I see this chapter, I'm like, yeah, give me spade characters interacting with other people in their like faction villains. that aren't 
triad members. You know what I mean? That aren't the yeah, three right. triad members. You know what I mean? Because we've only especially really seen uh, them. Yeah. Especially given that they're Diamond Kingdom people. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And like, yeah. I, I, I want to say that like all these TV screens and wires and shit, this must be Diamond Kingdom tech, right? Like, yeah. it's gotta like, be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like at least that's the vibe I get. Like that he's run this like scientist dude Morris is like running everything. Yeah. Like I, I imagine he brought this, this stuff this, here. <laughs> yeah, he brought this from Diamond Kingdom. Yeah. Um, because since every kingdom has like their own like specialty, mm-hmm. right? Um and diamond uh, is technology, isn't it? I it, are I they think the it was ones doing like, the experiments or whatever on people? They like, were combining, does... yeah, combining um multiple magic types into a single single yeah. i remember they were like the hidden vessel. mist of black clover where they were just yeah. like doing crazy stuff just to try and get stronger yeah because that's right. where old girl with the jelly magic comes from right the one that's like obsessed with experimenting on asta because of his ad his anti-magic right the chick I with the glasses so. i think it has her, like the, the jelly bars, salamander yeah right i can't remember who else is from because I, I barely remember this like lotus man to be honest like yeah. i i can't i can't remember if like we've seen morris before i think he's new I think Morris is brand new. Yeah, Good. Lotus we've seen before. Yeah. Lotus I think we've seen. I think Morris is brand new. And you want to know what? Lotus has the same, like, facial hair, like, path as Yami. Like, but his, his, his like, chin hairs are more grown out. And his mustache is more grown out. But, like, they have, like, especially seeing Lotus on the bottom right panel of page four. And then Yami's, mm-hmm. like, jawline on the top of page five. It's like those are the same exact, you know, like he just feels like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right. But then, but then go back a page, look at Dante, same exact facial hair on Dante as well. And and, and I, and I was saying that Dante could be like related to Yami, not like directly, but maybe from like the same area of the world. You know what I mean? Like we never know because Yami obviously comes from like Black Clover's Japan. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? You never, and I know that like Dante, we're supposed to believe he's from Spade, but I don't think that we've actually gotten hard confirmation on that, even though like he's like the Spade guy. You know what I mean? So I can totally see it being a situation because eventually we're going to get Yami's origins fleshed out and we're going to know where he comes from. We're going to know of any other characters that come from that place. You know what I mean? And just the fact that Dante and this Lotus dude specifically just looks so I think that I think the chapter that the that um the triad were introduced either Kiko or someone I think we all thought the same thing and maybe just Kiko mm-hmm. said it first they, he was like this looks like Yami inside of sure. Dante's character you know what I mean so mm. that'd be crazy yeah we'll see, we'll we'll see we'll see for sure that'd be nuts I don't think we've gotten like any confirmation from like any character that they're like I mean aside from like I want to say a couple Spade Kingdom and like Diamond Kingdom which is like yeah, we're from here, not just like right. oh yeah, we we live here. We have a strong sense of nationality. It's just like yeah, we like I don't think I've ever seen anybody say like, oh yeah, we're from here. Like like Yami's really kind of the only one who came out as just said yeah, I'm from straight up somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And yep. on the same page with Lotus, this is the monster that the first Hokage fought, right? Or the first uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the, <laughs> that the first <laughs> that the first Wizard King fought. In right. the elf arc flashback, isn't it? Is it? No. Is it? I'm I thought pretty, that was the big skeleton in the, in the Clover Kingdom. Is, but it definitely looks similar. No, there. No, if you go back to... Hold on. You want to know what? You want to know what? I'm going to try yeah, We can just drop it. by chapter one real quick. Elf <laughs> arc wizard king battle manga. <laughs> while, while you're looking at Yeah, while up, I look for this, you um, guys should, yeah. The, the interesting thing that I got from this this uh, panel on page four of this large demon or whatever, yeah. it looks to me 
like the demon is crossing whatever plane they're behind, right? So if you look at their like face, it's kind of like behind this like ice or yes. some sort of barrier. Yes. But the hand looks like it's coming out, out of the barrier. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So this is like Dante's like Giganto Machia, basically, right? Assume, <laughs> right? He's gonna, it actually or, might. He's gonna talk to this thing and tell him to attack everybody. <laughs> but is, isn't isn't this just the first lev- level of demon, right? Oh, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. like weren't they saying like oh this in this whole ritual thing like. Like eventually we're going to start removing each of the gates like seven gates in yeah. between the human world and the other world this could just be the first one and then the first demon that they got to fight is this one or whatever yeah um it it does look really similar to the first demon that bro oh, i swear to god this is the demon that the wizard king fights it, in that elf art flashback bro with the two eyes and the one in the forehead yeah the nose and the teeth kind of match up yeah but but what is the big skull then in the yeah. Clover Kingdom? Isn't yeah. that what we're talking oh, about? Like, yeah, right, I was saying type of entity. I was, yeah, I was type. You were saying type. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, no, no, no. I, no, I said no, specifically it's the exact same thing. But I forgot that that skull in Black yeah, Clover is stuck there. That I don't think it's airlift. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that is that that demon, right? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're totally right. Whoops. But it does look a lot like that. I I, th- I totally thought that was it. I, I'm like remembering that beautiful like double page spread of the first Wizard King fighting mm-hmm. that demon. I, and that was the first time where I was really like, holy shit, Black Clover art is something else. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have that demon's face like vividly painted, sure. you know, in my in my mind, yeah. I feel like. And I feel like he looks really similar. But I love the yeah. art on the bottom of page five with all of these branches oh, coming yeah, out and all of the different with, textures there's no hard line work anywhere it's just like mm-hmm. shading like comment, just movement yeah. just yeah what, what does it remind me of i feel like it reminds me of something but i can't think of what it is i feel like we've mm-hmm. seen illustration techniques like this in like berserk you know what i mean yeah, like, berserk, yeah, yeah, where yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, line yeah. work just shading it. you know following a certain you know shape you know what i mean like yeah and that that, that brings up a question that i've been thinking about since i read this chapter is like mm-hmm. is William making these branches, or is this like the branches that are coming from like the underworld? Right, that that's what I wanted tree. to know too. That was a that was a right. very, that was the same question that I had because we know that Yami is obviously in this tombstone, looking and his and head so is, is exposed, yeah. and yeah. so and he's, yeah. we can assume he's looking at William. Yeah, and so I since so. they need his world tree magic and his darkness magic, it makes sense that they're invoking the tree like branches. Is, is, yeah, is is what we're seeing a darkness tree? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's right. it's it's like tree branches yeah. root-esque mm-hmm. and then it's also dark. I I don't know, like yeah. it could be that th- their magic's being forcibly uh extracted and used mm-hmm. and um combined here. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Love that. And love then that we page, uh though. we go into Asta versus Noct. And, and he's coming get... out of the union form, so we don't so even mad. get to fucking I see it. So I understand why, because Tabata obviously wants to show that in like a really hype moment in the actual yeah. final conflict. Yeah. You know yeah, what right. I mean? But it's just, it was just like so, like, God damn it, you motherfucker. I was so <laughs> ready to start this chapter seeing what that form looked like. Right. Yeah. Get some feats, though. We get, uh, yeah. it undoes Manazone. This, like, get... slash in this form. He undoes Manazone. He undoes. He, he, he can counter a magic without substance, right? Yeah. So he commented, like, my magic is just, like, a, a zone. Like, even without mana zone, like, the darkness itself is just, like, this ephemeral thing or whatever that, like, what would you hit if you had an anti-magic sword? Doesn't matter. Like, Asta can now area of effect, um, you know, dispel yeah, magic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the anti-magic radiation type going on. Like, 
man. I don't even know what to really call. I mean, that's really all I can call it right now since it's like not touching anything, but it's still yeah. affecting it. Yeah, right. I think that we're going to see so like people with mana in in Black Clover going into this arc learned about runes and mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. magic. I feel like we're going to see that on the anti side of things. We're going to see Asta and 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 Libe in their union form. We're going to see black magic runes. We're going to get text that says hmm. true anti magic. We're going yeah. to get all of this shit inside of this like union Maybe. form. I, I, that's what I want to see. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure we'll see that, but like this is obviously speculation on my part. But like that's just yeah. I can totally see Tabata as a hype driver. You know what I'm saying? Going, Asta gets runes too. This is what it looks like on the anti-magic side of things. Oh, yeah. Luck has true lightning magic, true anti-magic. Like, that's going to (laughs) be so hype, I feel like, if we get that. Yeah, I feel like that's what's going to happen for sure. I feel like that's going to bring up so much contention again. Like, oh, is it magic again? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's that's what I was thinking. Like, didn't we get confirmation, like, explicit confirmation that Asta does not have magic? It's Mm -hmm. still, like, anti-magic is not a type of magic it's a totally different power mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. so then if that's true uh then i feel like you wouldn't get runes and true anti-magic because yeah. those are magic type well, things I, I did, i'm just saying true anti-magic in regard to like the perfect union between him and libe right sure, sure. so like obviously the the anti-magic potency has been effective up to a certain point until now this chapter lets us know that the anti-magic can go beyond what we've seen in regard to its potency, and now it can cut through mana zones. It can cut things without substance. We've never seen Asta do that before, so Mm -hmm. this is obviously a new level of anti-magic that we haven't seen. So if we're getting new levels of anti-magic, it makes sense that we could see a true anti-magic title on the page. You know what I mean? Gosh, gosh, yeah, yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. And then as far as runes go, yes, runes are associated with magic, so if anti-magic gets runes, that would make it, like, weird. But I feel like runes could be explained by Tabata as something that are all-encompassing for all of the energies in the world, regardless of what they sure. Oh, sure. So sure. key gets yeah. runes. Oh. Anti-magic oh, gets runes. Nice. Regular no. magic gets runes. Like any kind of extra dimensional mm. energy right. of any kind that anyone can use in this series has runes related to them. I could see it like that. But Maybe. um but yeah, the other, the other, uh, yeah. the other huge aspect of of Asta's uh, new abilities, obviously, is that he can also forcibly undo devil unions, mm-hmm. which is immense or whatever. I mean, like, I, I feel that's like now he's just so gonna wash huge. These people, right? Yeah, like, that, like that, it's yeah. like you're just the one shot god now. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy and I think shit. it's going to get to a point to where his aura itself, like you guys were saying, is going to be an anti-magic aura. Yeah, and you can't sure, even be like, around it, him. <laughs> yeah, it, le- it leans a little weird where you're like, then what exactly is his anti-magic? And I hope Tabata, like, gives us more. And I know that's a long hope, I'll be honest. But yeah. I'm hoping mm-hmm. he, he dives more into what exactly is this anti-magic substance? Like, where's this coming from? Where, what made this? Why does it exist? You know, like it's right. it got, you yeah. have to give this to me. Like you can't just tell me this whole series that it's just anti magic. Like, yeah, there's give, yes. Yeah. I agree with you, Doncho. We need hard exposition just, on yeah. all of the confusing concepts inside of mm-hmm. Black Clover. Like not not just like things that like there's probably a lot of things that we can learn just from going back through the series and rereading yeah, yeah. it. You know what I mean? But like anti magic and key are two things that I specifically personally really feel like I need from Black Clover. You know what I mean? Like, those are the two vague concepts that I just absolutely need hard confirmation for. Everything else, 
I don't give a fuck what else is vague in this story, dog. But right. please explain <laughs> anti-magic and key to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, right. it could just be like, oh, yeah, anti-magic is just the leftover farts from all the devils in like, the underworld. <laughs> Who cares? Like, as, long as, as long as we get some kind something, of exposition. Right. I need something. Yeah. <laughs> leftover farts, I'm screaming. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's really cool how um, Nox says, okay, so you did the thing. This is great. This is awesome. You're still not ready. Mm -hmm. So right. since that, this time that now this, this, this time to get ready has been annoying to us on this show, mm -hmm. like throughout multiple chapters of reviews. We're like, okay, right. this is really cool. This is an awesome training sequence. I still don't see how this makes them ready in two, three days. Yeah. But yeah, Noct yeah. is going, okay, the hardest part is over. Now I'm just going to leave Gimodello with you and you can train mm -hmm. with him until you've mastered it and then you can meet us on the battlefield. So Tabata right. is specifically addressing how unrealistic it is to make Asta ready in such a short amount of time. But then right. also at the very end of this chapter, everyone of the captains mm -hmm. is ready to go into the into the into the fray. So yeah. if Asta who's getting like an expedited training process still isn't ready, <laughs> And needs to be left with Gimodello, then that's basically telling me that these motherfuckers are getting washed right away as soon as or, the conflict starts. Like, or I, th I, yeah. I think a very likely thing that'll happen is that the captains will be able to beat like the first devil, yeah. maybe the second devil. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then we'll quickly realize, like, okay, now these devils are getting way too powerful. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a huge battle, and then mm -hmm. Asta will come in yeah. and you know, you know, save the day save or whatever, day. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or at least shift the tide in a way that. You know, gives us a little bit of hope again before Tabata shifts the tide right. again. You know what I mean? I'm right. assuming there will be a like right. couple different tide shifts throughout the course of this battle because mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think that Tabata has a way to make the conflict compelling without it just being. Now we have an advantage. Now you have an advantage. Now we have an advantage. So I can definitely right, right. see it. You know, like going. You know, in in the, in exactly how you said, Nick. I can totally mm -hmm. see that. This last mm -hmm. double spread, though. Oh my God! Clean. Is this one of the best drawings I've oh, ever I, seen? Top of oh, I've been waiting Clean. for this since I just started reading. But I swear I hate, to God, I hate their little choir boy robes that they have to wear <laughs> at every meeting. It's so ugly. And now we got this new drip with the they fur on look the coat. Crazy <laughs> tight <laughs> right now, bro. The texture, I love it. the texture that 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 Tabata gave them. You could tell that this is like a layer. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That he just applied like a certain texture oh, to. Sure. So like mm -hmm. if you if, if this was the editing software, you could grab this layer and like move the texture around and you could see it move on everyone's character designs. You know what I mean? Like it just seems like a flat layer that he's added depth to, like in other layers on top of that. It doesn't look sure. specifically drawn in that way. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. But I love it. I love it aesthetically, basically. It's a different kind of of um it's a different kind of feature of whatever the tablet program you know that he's using is that we've seen in the story so far i feel like right. this, is a, mm -hmm. this is a wholly new illustration technique that that tabata is showing us here and sure, i just sure. love these robes bro everyone yeah, looks so gangster bro. i, I just noticed this yeah if you look at everybody that's not uh gosh that's not charlotte that's not jack and that's not uh fuego leon all of them have white fur around the collar, except those those three have black fur. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Buddy behind Jack has it too. Oh yeah, the coward. Who yeah. is that? Who is that? That's uh, Buddy with the see-through magic, ain't it? With the, with the with bronze the magic. Oh, the bronze Seke? magic. Yeah, it's, yeah oh, that's Seke. Seke? That's yeah. dude. That's dude that Asta whoops in like chapter one. 
Yeah, yes, and he literally. Someone I was saying in the Discord, in the in the Discord, in our Discord, uh, people were just saying that uh, in the anime, he was just canonically made. I think a vice captain of oh my god, whatever team he's on. So he's in the Green Mantis. Mm. Oh Interesting. Why does he Why? have black fur? He's a you bitch. Know, you know what I wanted to know? <laughs> Who the fuck is next to um? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out earlier. Oh, like, is yeah. Lang- is it Langris? Isn't it Langris? Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 probably right have to be to Langris. Langris. Oh, no, Langris is... Oh, to the right. Yeah, Langris. Yeah, the one that's, like, yeah. peeking out yeah, the right, corner. Yeah, right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah like, you I'm only see that. his shoulder coming out the sure, side sure. of the panel. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I wish this spread was one panel. Why did Tabata like, split this? Like, why? what's with the top? I don't understand what the two top panels are really... I guess to show where they're at. Yeah, like, we didn't... We know where they at, fam. I read the last couple chapters, G. Give them the whole page. Right. Sure. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I I just feel like that top was unnecessary. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was unnecessary. (laughs) Just low detail, like, panel, outward panel shots of the landscape, like, before you... I can kind of assume where they at, bro. We just saw where they was at, like, right? Like, you could have shoved in, like, an extra panel on this second to last page, like, a little, like, little flash for, like, okay, morning after, now we got this new drip, here you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He should have gave them the whole page. I yeah, swear he, he should have gave them the whole page, man. I want that to be my background on my computer. See, he would never <laughs> let his fans eat properly, I swear. <laughs> Come on, Thompson, man, I'm hungry, man. Man, they never <laughs> let us eat properly. <laughs> <laughs> we uh did we talk about everything we needed i don't think we talked about everything we need to talk about in this i um, feel like uh, well i i just want to bring up that the little devils are so cute yes like if he hits me with that i'm going to die and he just needs yeah. a little devil yeah. in the background just patting him on the back yeah he's yeah. like hey man sorry gimo devil but there there is <laughs> um over. there yeah. is one larger point I, we, we didn't cover yet yeah. that knocked basically said that Using shadow magic, he's been spying on the Black Bulls mm-hmm. all this time. At all, like almost asked his entire career. He's mm-hmm. he because he, he even says like like you were born without magic by accident. You were possessed by a devil. Wait, like what? What do you mean? Are, are you saying that as if you literally saw it happen? Like you were spying yeah. on him? That's even yeah. before <laughs> me. He, he joined I didn't the Black Bulls. Get into it too much and seem like like an asshole about it because I feel mm-hmm. like maybe I was reading too much. It's you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna let it go. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, think, exactly. I think That's so like, weird coming out of the "I've been watching you" dialogue that he starts talking yeah. about events in Asta's life from like the moment he was born. Right. I, I think he how how it came off to me is that like he's just stating those as facts. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, he wasn't sure. he wasn't he wasn't spying on he him at that there time. For those moments, but he does yeah. know them as facts and then later, you know, he he did spy on him after that. Yeah, but like, you yeah. know, I have been spying on you and I know all about you for the yeah, record, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> Thank you for 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 explaining it that way because I'm sitting yeah, here going like, hold on, man. <laughs> like, come on, man. Coming from, so I was like, I'm not even going to really bring it up because I yeah. felt like it was like, eh, I, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, right? Yeah, yeah that's weird. And as disappointed as I as I said I would be if the Libe and Asta situation ended up working out the way that it has canonically in the story as far as we know now the whole i just and and this was back when i was like really hardcore going like okay well jujutsu kaisen did it this way with sakuna mm-hmm. so therefore black clover sucks because they didn't do it this way with libe and asta but then i was like well 
no, because it's fine for the story of Black Clover that Lee Bay is behaving this way with Asta, and I should mm-hmm. probably not like take what I want and what I like from other series and like project that onto right. like, my opinion yeah. of Black Clover. So mm-hmm. like since then I've been like, okay, it's fine that they like fist bumped and shook up and now they're like best friends. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred it a different way, but Tabata is executing it honestly in a way that's like really comfortable to me. And I didn't think yeah. that I would like say because I have talked a lot of shit. I was like, man, I swear to God, if 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 this anti-magic devil shakes up with Asta, I'm dropping the book. Like, I said, like, all types of shit, you know what I'm saying? But, like, now that I'm, like, seeing it, you know what I mean? Like, you know I, feel like, just think about it. I, like, I like Libe and Asta's relationship now in just mm-hmm. a couple chapters of them interacting as, you know, um, partners. It, mm-hmm. it feels really good. Like, it feels like even though this was a lazier approach in my opinion storytelling wise mm-hmm. tabata kind of like how if you could tell that gege really had a really good idea on how the sakuna and yuji relationship was going to work subverting the expectations of the demon living inside of the main character trope that we've experienced so far in history i feel mm-hmm. like gege did a really good job of taking that expectation and subverting it and doing it in their own way tabata on the other hand did it the exact opposite. I feel like he had a really good plan of how he was going to show their positive relationship inside of their right. union. You sure, know what sure. I mean? And you could tell that it was, that this is very much so like not like, and nothing, I, I shouldn't say that anything is on the fly. I know that Tabata doesn't write this story week to week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like this specific aspect of Liba and Asa's relationship just feels like it was something Tabata has been wanting to show us for a while. And that yeah. feels really good. That, yeah, it, yeah. that it feels that way that he has a very clear plan on how he wants to write this relationship it's not just going to be asta and libe come together form a partnership and now it's just final form asta there's still a lot mm-hmm. of growth related to yeah. mm-hmm. them like like realizing their maximum potential it's going to feel very organic because of how at least in my opinion i feel like it's going to be a very organic progression up until that final form moment and i just respect tabata as an author for having a very clear vision on how he wanted to deliver such a originally annoying trope to a lot of people you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think notch yeah. is a good balancer to it too yeah like i honestly think he comes in and like he the way tabatelli's right notch he does a good job of balancing out that trope and mm-hmm. balancing out that organic relationship being formed mm-hmm. um i was somebody who wasn't really a fan of his introduction at first like a trip yeah, off for me you know um and still, I do kind of feel like it's a little off, but I think Tabata is making it work in his story right now. So absolutely. I can take it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, I can say for personally, I'm absolutely loving Knox's character, especially like yes. in this chapter. Like, I hated the way he was introduced. I was like, oh man, another mm-hmm. like, as another like, edgy douchebag. Yeah, out of nowhere. Coming out of nowhere, like, just coming to help us the power of Like, no, okay. Yeah. He's he's literally like the opposite of everything the Black Bulls stand for. Yeah. And he's still going to train Asta. And yeah. then yeah. throughout this entire chapter, you see his interactions with Asta and how he's like, okay, yeah, I said that people who are right don't always get rewarded, but I want that to happen. Like, yeah. I really, right. I think that you're a nice kid and I want you, I want to see you do the best that you can. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a smile and that's yeah. something that you don't really see from not like, that's not like ominous or like kind of creepy yes just a genuine grin yeah 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 that's a really good point shooty because nox character every time he's shown any kind of positive demeanor of any kind it's always had an 
underhanded undertone attached to right. it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you could tell that he's kind of like up to something more. He maybe is outwardly showing you something different than what he feels. But in this one grin panel right here on page um, 12, yeah. after he says, I would like them to be. And he and Asa's like, Vice Captain knocked. And he kind of hits that grin. You could tell mm-hmm. that he genuinely is feeling that emotion right yeah. there in that panel. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love how Tabata did such a good job of characterizing knocked in a way that we weren't supposed to ever be able to be positive of what this person is thinking or feeling. And then Tabata shows him, you know, where his emotions on his sleeve like this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In these last couple of chapters. And it just hits so hard because of his initial characterization, in my opinion, I feel right. like Tabata executed yeah. that brilliantly. And as far as like Knox's initial introduction, I want to uh, like uh, like you guys were saying that you were disappointed in it. I want to say that I was disappointed in it too, but I just thought that it was so cool that we got like 15, 20, 25 chapters prior to his introduction, that subtle chapter yeah. where it shows a shadowy oh, yeah, figure a- sneaking awesome. through, yeah, you know right. what I mean, the Spade Kingdom. So we're like, okay, we know a guy is there. 20 ish mm-hmm. chapters later, we finally get the guy. We found out that he was fore- foreshadowed even farther back than that than that um subterfuge chapter so that was like really cool as far as execution goes when his character Mm -hmm. was first introduced i was like disappointed with his original characterization because i thought that he was just going to be the guy that's like the black bulls suck you guys have been black bull (laughs) fans this whole time everything's been like hell yeah black bulls no i think that they are terrible i think that your captain is a shitty person and i'm just here to exist as someone who goes against everything you've been comfortable with the entire series. I thought that that was the entire purpose of his character. I thought yeah. that he was literally just there to be a dick until Asta showed him, you don't have to be a dick. And then he would mm-hmm. go, I'm not a dick anymore. That's what right. I thought his character right. was going to be. But no, there's a lot more depth related to his, um, related to his outlook than we thought. Like, yeah. like like I said, we thought he was just going to be an edgy guy who was just the opposite of everything we've understood about the Black Bulls up until now, and that was his whole purpose. No, that is his purpose. He's definitely shown to be that way to the characters and us, but there's reasons why he's that way other than just his personality quirk being oppositional. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right And up. I can't wait I to find out more about Nock because we've been speculating, especially with that flashback panel that we got of him talking to a person who's obviously very close to him in his life. I think we speculated it was his brother last week. I can't mm-hmm. remember in that last chapter, but he's obviously got history as to why he's like this in a way that yeah. makes sense to his character other than just being a plot, you know, relevant character that's supposed to go right. against everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's really cool. Sorry, that was really long-winded. I hope it made sense. But They definitely did. Yeah, they definitely it did. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I don't know. I think I'm good on Black Clover. Did you guys have anything yeah. else you guys wanted to talk about tonight? No, I'm good yeah. too. Yeah, I think I'm good on Black Clover. I think we covered everything that we could. Okay. Yeah. All right. Getting into My Hero Academia, chapter 292, Threads of Hope. Perfect, <laughs> perfect title for perfect our title. Uh, perfect title. Huge amount of best genus clothing puns we get in this chapter. Amazing. <laughs> perfect title, perfect opening like yeah. to the chapter. Yeah, literally. Sure. And I love um, 
I love Vestgenus' effectiveness in the beginning of the fight here, and just mm-hmm. like this this double page spread with the threads woven into the paneling. Yes, yes. come on, Kohei. Come on, Kohei. Gorgeous. Come on now with the full body best genus render. I can't wait to cut that out and use that somewhere. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, that best genus pose is amazing, mm-hmm. and I love how it shows him like struggling with his like psionic control over the threads as Giganto Machia starts trying like starting to break through it. I yep. was I was very curious as to the limits of his fiber control. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now we're seeing that once he starts straining himself, it's kind of like a like a, like we know that quirks are like muscles, but like mm-hmm. you can really feel like you know, like he's holding a bunch of threads in his hands, and sure, they're like, sure. and they're like trying to rip themselves out of his hand. Like, imagine how that feels when like things are being ripped in multiple directions out of your yeah. hands. Like that it probably hurts. Bleeding from just holding Gigantomachi yeah. as hard as yeah. you can. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I feel like it's hard to notice because you know, Best Genus basically wears a mask. But like, if you just yeah. notice right. that, little, that little panel where it says "drip," yeah, like yep. you can kind of see that little that bit little of nosebleed. Yeah. 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 Yep. I got big, um, like a psychic vibe from it, mm-hmm. right? Like, say, mm-hmm. Tatsumaki, like a psychic, like using their psychic telekinesis, mm-hmm. like too much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that probably is what it is at the end of the day for right. Best Genus, like, as like a mental connection to fibers or whatever. Right. So, he's, yeah, just like using it so much. Like, I love that nosebleed when a character, yeah. like, uses their power too much. Yeah, so it's sick. very like Jean Grey. It's very yep. like Eleven from Stranger Things. It's very, mm. you know what I'm saying? Any kind of like psycho or um, um, psychokinetic, like, yeah. You know, character sort of that was like, or psionic yeah. control or telepathic control character or telekinesis that we've seen. Once they start straining themselves, since it is a brain related like issue, you see that leakage, you know, mm-hmm. coming from that that point of origin there inside of the nose. Right. Mm-hmm. I just love that representation personally until she pointed it out even though it says big and bold right there drip <laughs> i did not notice his nose bleeding when i first read yeah. through this but that makes perfect sense because i'm so focused on his hands shaking <laughs> you know what i mean and like feeling because yeah. it, it definitely probably is more so a mental thing where he's like bleeding from his nose because his brain is overloaded but also i want to say that there's a physical element to it as well oh yeah well, obviously his hands are shaking, his his hands hands are shaking. shaking. Oh, yeah, his hands like you could, you could equate his hands shaking to just like mental instability of like the pressure of the of the control that he's having like yeah. wavering and like i think it's all related it is all related yeah, i think I that it's yeah, yeah. Think all yeah. of it's related yeah. i think that yeah he's definitely having very much a physical and psychological reaction to it or mental knocks Knox reads that panel and goes like, yes, uh, best genus is looking clean. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, very, sure. very, very fashionable. Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but dude, and then the paneling in this chapter like continues to be crazy even after that thread paneling yeah. page because then you go into like pages sixes and or pages six and seven and you oh. have like the paneling around Dobby oh, looking God, like flames and shit. I love that panel. Yeah, I bro, love this that is crazy panel. right now. Yo, also, Hado. Yeah, Hado. Oh, Neji Ray gets man. blasted. Hado got mockied. I'm so upset about that. No, like, no, don't say mockied, you bitch. They got she blasted. got mockied. She Mata did get mockied, but I didn't want to think fire. about mocky right now. <laughs> and then, like in that, in, in like the fourth panel, like where uh, Beth Genius is like coughing and like stop, stop giving excuses, stop looking for excuses. Yeah. His eyes are bleeding. He's really oh, struggling yeah. to hold Giganto Machia in one spot. 
Yeah. Yo, Yo you're really, totally right. Really, I really. I did not notice the eyes bleeding. That's I didn't notice the and eyes And you gotta either. remember, this is a tired one too. Tired Maki. Like this isn't like a full yeah. strength. His like you know um what's his name lizard dude pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Like my man yeah. is like out of breath already. Like yeah. ooh, and after just like, getting here. So mm-hmm. the fact I, I'm pretty Jesus is struggling like that right now was like oh shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm pretty sure also Gecko mentioned here uh, that um, Giganto Machi has a cold. Oh, he, wow. on, the, on the top of page five, he's like, he's been out of breath since we made it here. And just after executing the last command, um, he got dot, dot, dot. And look at the, the bubble of Giganto Machi in, the, in that panel or whatever. Yeah. Like mm. that sound effect on the on the left is Kashu. Yeah. Like he sneezed. He sneezed. And like, wow. Oh yeah. my god! So I think he's sick. I think he has a cold or something. <gasps> what if oh, they were the... trying to knock him out? They were just trying to get him sick so they can weaken his quirk for some reason. Or maybe oh. they thought he was going to knock him out, but all it did was make him sick. Sure, oh, sure, wow, yeah. That's, that's so have. disheartening on the heroes end. Like, bro, we just tried knocking you out, and we just gave you a cold. No, oh, man, I'm packing it up. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even. That's so cool, Nick. I didn't even fucking notice that, dude. That's so yeah, awesome. I think that's what it's implying. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. Because, yeah, what else is Giganto Machia doing here in this panel besides sneezing? Right. Man, because like, even like even like the the zoo zoo is like the the load up to the sneeze. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The the katakana like on the right side yeah. behind yeah, yeah, yeah. behind yeah. Uh, Giganto sure, Machia's sure, head sure. is like. Huh? Uh, yeah. with the dot dot yeah. dot and then it's sure. got you you know what i mean yeah. like yeah wow that's lit yeah yeah <laughs> that's but, so fucking awesome i didn't even see dude nick you always fucking notice the really cool katakana <laughs> i'm telling you and, like i swear to god and then like you say it and i'm like oh, oh. and then it reminds me and i'm like dude it's totally right mm-hmm. that's so fucking awesome okay but, so going back best to this auto thing what'd you say doncho <laughs> I was saying, seeing Best Gina stand on the thread while still trying to hold Makia just was such a cool fucking page. Yes, bro. Like, really just like, like, I'm standing there still pulling down, like, the whole page with the stress. Yeah. It just really puts you in perspective of what is going on right now, you know? Yeah. I didn't even, like... I didn't even like realize that Best Genus was standing on, like, a tightrope this entire yeah. time. Like, like, you could see it in the double spread, but, like, what, like, what took my eye away from the like zoomed out panel oh, that shows yo, him on the thread yeah. was like the paneling illustration and just like his overall like full body render so like i right. didn't see him actually like standing on the thread it looks like he actually lands on the thread like in that moment on page two because there's like mm-hmm. there's like an illustration effect that like shows impact right there so i could see it like uh, that's clearly showing him like landing on the thread after using oh sure yeah exactly and then we see him standing on it again Page 12. twelve. On yeah. page twelve, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's sick. sick. I did That's not notice that. So raw, bro. Man. Like yeah, he yeah. like obviously like he has like you, you don't think balance is associated with his quirk, but like if he has psionic control, then like he has psionic control over his position on the thread. Like right. he could probably make himself balance no matter how he's positioned on a thread because sure. of his like telekinetic control over yeah. them in relation to his body. So like he can yeah, always he can make the thread him... under him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or time, he can yeah. just always make sure that his center of gravity is like is right with the thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can That's see something like that for sure. Cool as shit, yeah, yeah. Bro, right. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna hold you. I'm disappointed as hell in this whole Hado situation because like I know we just got Uraka versus Toga. Yeah, and that was fine and all. I feel yeah. like it was a little out of place, depending yep. like, just because of, like how where we're at and like, not yeah. the story, but like just in this arc right now. I suppose yeah. the scale like, is totally different, right? Yeah, the yeah scale of a huge war yeah. versus uh, Uraka versus Toga. Okay, yeah, it definitely felt, even though I'm sure there's more there. It felt yeah. to me in the moment that Kohei was like. I should give Uraraka a fight here and like yeah. Toga's not really yeah. doing anything yeah. like we should do something with these characters yeah. or maybe editorial was like can you do Uraraka and Toga stuff like what's like what are you doing like I don't know what the conversation was like yeah exactly but it definitely did feel kind of out of place even though there's history there with their two characters so it's definitely not like just entirely arbitrary that they fought there but like it definitely did feel kind of like jarring Mm-hmm. compared to the overall like scope and like tension and like vibe of the arc like before yeah. that you know what i mean and yeah. then yeah. like seeing all of that and even though the tension was still like kind of awkward like for the placement it was like okay we get this cool action scene between two women you barely get to see any like action scene between two women within like mm-hmm. my hero mm-hmm. yep. and then we get hato who is like a third year just like mirio yeah and just like sun eater like yeah. and like she gets one shot by Dobby. She was and now just she's starting all, to yeah. go into like last chapter we yeah, were talking about her. You're like, Nedjure is finally activated. She's about like to a turn what it has to Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And then you see Burnin here. We haven't seen anything that Burnin can do, but she just gets one panel of her with her using her abilities, but like running away. You know what I mean? It's like. And like, getting saved. Yeah. And getting saved. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, you know, Kohei snaps on Mirko. Obviously, we can't deny that that's like the most badass female representation we've gotten in the series so far. At least in my opinion, that Mirko scene was crazy. But like, other than that, I have been someone that has kind of been complaining about like the yeah. female situation inside of My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. And up yeah. until that Mirko moment i was like okay kohei like when are you gonna do cool girl stuff you know what i mean like right and then and then he gave us mirko and i was like okay obviously he had it waiting he was just waiting to yeah. get it you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna stop complaining now and just wait to see what kohei does but then you get you get chapters like this where you're like why why Med, like like hado like really yeah Right, like all people, Hado, like yeah. the, the, the chick who's supposed to be on par with Sun Eater and Lamillion. Yeah, her. Like, come on, Dad. Tamaki has had <laughs> amazing moments in this series. Mirio, undisputed goat of like the overhaul arc. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hado, what have you done besides be there in the same echelon? Apparently, yeah, like supposedly. be pretty. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like I don't want to harp on Kohei because I know that he has great female character writing in his bag, but I'm just wondering why he's not using it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's, it's right there in front of you. You just keep going left every time it yeah. hits that state. And yeah. maybe it's like the same thing with Kishimoto where he's like, I don't know how to write women. And that's, that's okay. Kohei still, knows how to like, write women and he has written women really well, but I just feel like he's really sparing with it for some reason. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's an right. editorial thing. It doesn't feel like it's what Kishimoto wants to do because when he dis- when he shows us what he can do with his female characters, it's like, okay, obviously you know what you're doing here, but like, it's just so few and far between that it's like, like why don't happening? you want them in you know like why don't you want this for your series you got all these you got all these hard body women with all these hard body quirks and then yeah. they're just relegated to commercials and fashion pageants and yeah. whatever. like okay i mean i guess yeah but 
It's like, come on, man. You can do, like, we know, we know you got this, bro. Like, uh, now, now, like, because of the history of the series, I'm just like, I'm just gonna throw the complaint out there. I'm not gonna make a big deal. I'm just gonna let it be known that I feel mm -hmm. this way. But I, in the right. back of my head, I'm gonna be like, Kohei's gonna clean that up. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I'm so yeah, yeah. confident that Kohei is gonna bring that back around in a in a comfortable way later. But like in the moment, it's just like, why are you hoeing Nedjeray like this? You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. God, I just keep looking at this Dobby panel. It's so <laughs> It's really oh, good. So sick. Let's let's move hold on. Let's so that Dobby panel is cold blooded, but I just <laughs> I just accidentally like tabbed over to the next double spread after that <laughs> with Shigaraki's face on fucking pages eight and nine. And like I'm yeah. looking at it and I'm like, not only is this drawn incredibly well, like you could literally like zoom in on any like five pixels like five like square <laughs> pixel like diameter and like see amazing drawing but like mm -hmm. his eyes yeah yo like look yeah, at his pupils yeah. like his eyes are like like one of them's like lazy one yeah, of them's like alien type yeah they're, they're going in like different like he looks like he's spent bro. Up. like he has taken some damage yeah, for yeah. yeah yeah but i mean like you could see a lot about like his potential mental state in his facial expression here too like he yeah. looks like he yeah. is just yeah. like barely a person anymore Yep. You know what I mean? Like, Machia yeah, he's, 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 he's going through it mentally. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Shigaraki right now. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> you know, it's like you're looking at this guy. It, like, it really could be AFO or it could be Shigaraki because he just says, Machia, destroy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do think we do know it is uh, Shigaraki for sure because yeah. he says, I must stop the itch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. I, when mm -hmm. I say, like, I don't know who this is, I'm I'm speaking too, like, basically metaphorically. Like, yeah. the way he's looking, he doesn't he doesn't have that same exuberance that yes. we see with Shigaraki that has. Yes. He's just, like, out of it, like, right. literally out of it yeah. just know i want to stop this itch i need makia to destroy you know yeah. like that's all he can fathom right now yeah and i right. find that to just be amazing like yes. being done the way it is especially within the background you have dobby and shoto going at it and dobby showing just how out of it he is like he's insane you know yeah which oh, i always right. knew uh, he was but actually seeing him like you know Shoto, like, what about not to yeah and he's like almost killed what a shame that yeah. really would have been fuck not to and like, like as you confident, know, like, like, dude, like, I don't care about that. Like, I'm trying to figure out what would destroy Endeavor. Like, I could care less. You right. know, right. And, and it, as confident a, as these really characters cool. have been shown, like, Dobby has obviously been sh like shown in a very, um, in this arc, he's very confident. He's always got a grin on his face. He always knows what the next phase of the conflict is going to be, or at least it seems like he knows that this is all playing into his expectations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But still, even though these characters seem wildly confident in their preparations and their demeanor on the battlefield, this is still a very high stakes, high stress situation for everybody involved, regardless yes. of the level of confidence on either side. So when mm -hmm. you see it come down into these moments where Shoto is finally finally face to face with Toya Toya is finally face to face with Endeavor obviously he's been waiting for this moment but like this is probably affecting him in very you know significant ways psychologically you know what mm. I mean and he's like they clearly just look nuts but like man bro did can did Kohei write the shit out of these character interactions because yeah, it's like yeah, really you can did. tell Fantastic. so much like there is so much obvious things that you can tell from things there's so much subtle like beneath the, the surface things that you can find like you know after intense analyzing or analyzing of the chat like there's something for all levels of fan here yeah. there's something yep. for the casuals there's something for the the fine-tooth combers there's something for you know what i'm saying everybody 
inside of these reviews and it's like it's so crazy that kohei can touch on all of these areas inside of one chapter so consistently from week to week you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and I'll still say personally, and the reason I want to point this out is because I was seeing, you know, the exact opposite being said on Twitter today. Deku was still my highlight for this chapter. Um, yeah, Deku went crazy and, this chapter. Yeah, Deku and when I say crazy. he's still he's still my highlight because I love with my MCs when I can get a glimpse into my MC, and I don't think it's it's bs right especially when it's a high stakes moment yeah and we've always known deku to be someone who puts other people first right and i completely understand that shoto just found out his brother is alive and has been out here killing people and is trying to set up his dad but for deku to say that shoto is the one that is enduring the most pain yeah deku is a real hero for deku to see the emotional and psychological trauma that is supposed to be unfolding right now and yeah. that is what his focus is at yeah speaks so many levels to me you Dude, know that is such a good fucking point doncho you like, know deku has clearly been through the fucking ringer this arc as the main body in between shigaragi shigaraki and everyone else so he's yeah. got that on top of an over 100 year feud that he is smack dab in the middle of psychologically. Yes. Like the weight of the world and then some is on this character's shoulders. And he just pushed his body. Is my homie okay? Yeah. And he's just pushed his body farther than any limit we've seen so far. And what he's thinking of is Shoto is going through more than anyone else here right now. Literally. When you are only standing because of sheer willpower alone. You know what I mean? And him saying him and him still yelling to himself, nobody's been saved yet. Like, I don't think people get like this is a real hero. This is a like this boy is in real pain, but he's thinking to himself, I don't see anyone safe yet. I can't stop moving. I can't Mm -hmm. stop fighting. And I and I don't and I I think people always love to shit on Deku, but never but if they MC in a different series did this exact same thing, they'd be praising them to hell and back. Exactly, exactly. It's very weird to me that, and and, and personally, I think that Deku is too similar to the people that we see on Twitter, which is why they want to hate him so bad. Dude, I say that shit all the time, dude. People who shit on Deku just don't like seeing themselves, you know what I mean, inside of a main character who's showing very significant, like, confidence flaws and self-image flaws you know what i mean exactly and people don't like being reminded of that inside of their mc they want a power fantasy where they can look up to a macho main character that never wavers always has the exact same convictions never mm-hmm. questions themselves because they want to stop doing that themselves maybe it's like dude i'm Literally. constantly questioning myself i'm insecure i'm uncertain of a lot of things i go to these shows so that i can see someone be the kind of person i feel like i can't be you know True. what I mean? And then Deku is so relatable that it's like, wait a minute now, I'm crying? <laughs> Why am I crying? Because he's, yeah, you know, like right. this is a scene where Deku's talking about his depression. Why am I relating so much to, you know what I mean? Like I can totally see people like wanting to run away from that kind of feeling that a main character gives them, you know what I mean? But dude, you just made such a brilliant fucking point, dude. Like Deku 
like this is almost like irrational because he's clearly saved yes. he's he's saved oh, yeah. plenty people but just yeah. like deku doesn't feel like he's done anything at no. all because right. he hasn't saved everyone he hasn't right. saved the whole day he hasn't like he's not perfect so therefore he thinks he's failing and that mm -hmm. is so cool to see from deku right now because it's just another example of kohei never breaking deku's character from the beginning like he's changed a lot but like those initial characterizations of Deku, like showing what it means to be a hero, why All Might chose in the first place, the way that he reacted in the slime monster, you know, chapters with, with right. Bakugo when he saves Bakugo. All of those things about Deku are still there just in a more refined shell. And I just love that Kohei doesn't forget that Deku is this kind of person ever. Exactly. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And even ignoring pain, like him yeah. saying to himself, my, my whip and my float should make my limbs that can't move a non-factor. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you you know, like, that's a, like, he's really telling himself, oh, these limbs don't work. That's cool. I got quirks. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> like, you got, like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah, that's that he's so, so young and he's thinking wild. like this. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And it's like, you know he can never use these arms again. I mean, maybe with, like, Aerie, but, like, dude, your arms are done. You have yeah. been hammering on... that. You got told half a year ago that yeah. your mm -hmm. arms would be done if you used them again 100%. Yeah. Cool. Now you're back smashing the hell out of Shigaraki in the middle of the sky, and now you're back on the ground yeah. and saying, okay... My arms are definitely jelly. My my <laughs> my bones are my bones are dust. My blood is making my bone fragments pump through my body. <laughs> I can yeah. still fight though. Yeah. Nobody's safe. Nobody's done. Still got I'm not leaving here until everybody has a good day. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And that is like I don't know how Kohei does it, bro. That's so, a hero. Like, like, like this, is, this goes back to what I was saying about how there's something for everybody in this chapter. Like, surface level yeah. readers will read this scene and go, Shonen willpower and determination is getting Deku through this. But, like, the way that we just talked about it right now, especially the way that Doncho explained it, with how, mm -hmm. like, self-sacrificing Deku is and how irrational his thought process is, that, like... You have gone through all of this, and you're going to say Shoto is the one that's been through the most. Okay, you, cool. You feel you're, like that's that. crazy. You're a thug for that. But then to go, <laughs> no one is safe. You, plenty of people are alive because of you right now. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like, like there have been with you at the forefront of the rescue team. So many people you saved from Shigaraki's first wave of, yeah. of decay. Yeah, you know what I mean. But just seeing him saying all of these things, you're like, that's not right. But that's so cool that you're saying it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, that's just. Man. Exactly. Man. And then, bro, can we talk about... <laughs> can we talk about the page turn after yeah. this fucking moment? Because Deku says, nobody's <laughs> been saved yet. Don't be the old, worthless Deku who can't save anyone. I gotta cover Genus back. Page turn. Poop. Oh, <laughs> right. Love it. Dude, Love it. this was massive. And people have been complaining about this on the timeline. And you want to know what, Oh, dude? I mean, obviously, it's a huge, yeah, people a crazy twist. It. It's a crazy twist, but you want to know what? It's been foreshadowed multiple times. You know what I mean? So like, like, I've been, like I literally was just saying, there's something for everyone here, hardcore analysts and casual readers. For the casual reader who didn't pick up on the foreshadowing, this is a huge surprise for you. And that's going mm -hmm. to get a very thorough explanation from Kohei after the chaos is over and the dust settles. For people mm -hmm. who have noticed the foreshadowing, up until this point sure we're gonna get an explanation later but we already know what happened here you know what i'm saying right. aries mm -hmm. horn has been growing this since before this arc 
since she was reintroduced back into the story after overhaul with Mirio right. quirkless inside of the Christmas chapters, we have gotten so many hints that this was going to be a thing before yep. this happened. So for the people that have been paying attention, been looking deeper beneath the surface inside of my hero academia, this is a huge hype moment that we knew was coming, but it's hype. Nonetheless, for the people who had no idea this was going to happen, they probably think mm -hmm. this is kind of weird, but Kohei has not said any or, or done anything that makes you think that he's not going to thoroughly explain this phenomenon right now so yeah it's like, yep it's oh like, yeah it, it's just perfect in my opinion right mm -hmm. i uh, do. <laughs> i wonder do y'all think um uh lamillion was actually introduced in this chapter a little earlier than this reveal go back to yes page he saved 11 he saved he saved burning yep so burning they're fighting the nomu burning is running away from this lamprey <gasps> style nomu and this this punch comes out of nowhere in the bottom and yep. and and burning's like what and that was lamillion punching that that nomu i there, didn't then... even yep yep i saw that i was trying to figure out like who i was trying to figure seeing... out what that was yeah that's the like, only thing who? i can think of I'm like who is coming yeah, to say nick i yeah. noticed that too that's yeah. what i thought as well nick yeah. hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> what the <And> fuck? <laughs> Yeah. And like I remember and I saw that I was like, but like, isn't this battlefield too far away for Lemillion to even really like show up? But I guess not because like yeah. he's right there with the rest of the Nomu who dipped off. So yep. it yeah. kind of has to be Lemillion. And his movement yep. speed is so much different than everyone else's too, because he can ignore yep. matter for X amount of time. You know what I mean? He right. really just whoop, 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 whoop. You know what I mean? Imagine how quick it is for him to get from point A to point B because he doesn't have yep. things like friction and resistance mm -hmm. to deal with. Exactly. You know I mean? So yep. So he yeah. can get places lickety split. And you want to know what, man, Nick, bro, you just fucking blew my mind with that because <laughs> I had, oh, Kohei, man. Kohei be snapping. And I, I just want to say my disclaimer, oh, yeah. too, where I think anybody who, like, is trying to use this to downplay Deku and boost Lemillion, you're missing <laughs> the entire point of what's going on right now. Yeah. You know? Though, I, I do wonder, though, I do wonder, now that Deku possible, possibly will not be able to use his arms anymore, right? Yeah. Like, he might be legit super injured yeah. uh, after this arc. They they might bring up the conversation again, like, well, Lemillion has his ability back. Yeah. Um, maybe we need a new uh, successor, right? And obviously, right. we know that that won't happen. Yeah. Since we but know that could be that a conversation. It could be a conversation. It could right. be uh, another conflict. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be Shit, a whole even conversation. If, even if Muriel didn't come back in this conflict, and he was still quirkless, if Deku obliterated his arms and couldn't use anything anymore, he still we still could probably revisit this in the form of Deku going. Mirio, you don't have a quirk anymore. I just blew oh. it. Here's one for all. You know what I mean? Like, it could be a situation like that, but obviously Mirio sure. does have his quirk back. So, sure. you know what I mean? But I could see it happening. Yeah. That I feel like way. his double double argument that it will be a conversation. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if he could have come up without Lemillion even appearing, yeah. then him coming up now is like, okay, yeah. they're definitely going to at least bring up the the concept. Yeah. Like. I think, I, I think it'll I think we'll see it in the form of Deku saying it himself. I don't think yes, anyone yes. else will say oh, yeah. yo, totally you kind of fucked up, but Lemillion's back. So like you want to give him one for all, you know what I mean? Like I don't see it yeah, at, I, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I agree, yeah. Yeah. I see that too. I yeah, really can. Wow, I man, also, that burning page is still tripping me out, man. Yeah, what the it's, fuck? it's lit. It's lit. The like seeing Koe do that and like surprise you, like, what are you seeing right there? And I can yeah. only imagine what like in the anime how they'll do it, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Like, I'm picturing that like, anime huh? too. Yeah, it'd be so sick. Oh, that's mm -hmm. so good. So wow. sick. Um, is that everything? Do you guys think we're good? I feel I, like I think so. 
I, we might be good. Final word? Yeah. Okay. Well, if we missed anything. we touched anything, on everything. Yeah, if we, if we missed anything, comment section will definitely let us know. They love to do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so hit us up, let us know. But I think that that is good for My Hero Academia this week, you guys. Wow, what a chapter. Really, it really Fantastic. tied me Top to like tier. first place of this week because like I JJK... think this might be it for me. Like this might be chapter <laughs> of the week for me, bro. Up. I'm leaning to my hero because I'm sorry that Deku moment is just hitting too hard. Yeah, just, yeah. especially so after hard. Doncho's perspective on it really solidifies this chapter. Yeah, it really does. Though. As yeah. number one for me this week. Very, yeah, I'm going to give it to my hero take. as well. Yeah, I loved that, Doncho. Great job. And great job, Nick, on the fucking burning page. Holy yeah. well, shit. Doncho would have brought it up if I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Either yeah. way, hey, Nick got it first. <laughs> lovely, lovely discussion, you guys, tonight. All right. Okay. Getting into the piece de resistance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know the vibes, man. This big one piece, chapter 977. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 97. Nope. Gotta go. Gotta go back. This is chapter 997 of One Piece Love. <laughs> Flames, which is the perfect title for this fucking chapter because this shit was straight flames dog yes so i i have a a, a funny uh joke theory yeah. about this uh about this cover page right we have yeah. for this cover page with, with sanji meditating right yeah so why does he have a four on his shirt right mm. he is the fifth crew member and he's the third son right he's sanji so why a four Explicit confirmation, fourth strongest crew member, Luffy, Zoro, Jinbei, Sanji. And you can see that his trainer, his trainer is using Santoryu, which means that Zoro is so much stronger than Sanji. It is as if Zoro would be his master. Oh my. Obviously joking, but there's No, this ain't a joke. Oh no, I'm running with this. This is beautiful (laughs) for me. This This is beautiful for me. You hear this, Eagle? You watching this, Eagle? (laughs) I'm weak, bro. Terrible. I need Eagle to see this. We're just going to ignore the reader request at the bottom. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's it's a meta. It's a meta. Yeah, yeah. Oda was using this as an opportunity to slide in the narrative. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Thank you, Nick. That was fucking beautiful for me. (laughs) Yeah, I will say this chapter is definitely a Sanji L. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out. (laughs) Yeah, it really really is. I mean, like, 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 yeah. I'm going to take the heat. Yeah. It's a Sanji L. I yeah. love Sanji, but this an L. I'm sorry. I love Sanji, yeah, no, too. These, <laughs> these first four pages, I was just like, God damn it, Sanji I again? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to know what, dude? It's it's like you want to say, like, holy shit, Odie, you're going to give fucking Sanji such a drastic L and Zoro such a drastic W in the same chapter? Wh- whose side are you on here? Or something like that. But at the same time, it's like, man... This is always what Sanji does, man. Right, you just right. don't want it to happen now because you want, you know, to hype Sanji up in mm-hmm. combative right. ways in comparison right. to Zoro. But it's like, right. go to any arc of One Piece and you get this scene or yeah. something similar to it with <laughs> Sanji. Like, and, this is nothing new what, here. And I think that's what my complaint comes from is that, like, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm tired, that too. Was always my one thing with Sanji was I was like, bro, I mm-hmm. need you to, like, get it together. Yeah, you know, I, like, I like I, I like the trope. I like the gag. Mm-hmm. But then at mm-hmm. some moments, I want the gag to get defeated. You right. kind of get what I'm saying? Sure, like, yeah. Sure, yeah, example, yeah. I feel like Zoro's gag of always getting lost, he gets lost, but be where he need to be every right. time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, but, like, Sanji get caught up with these females and it's just him not doing shit until he done 
Yeah. So you're like, bro, you know, it kind of gets there like, dog, I need you to like wake up. You know? <laughs> I do like how this specific situation is um, Sanji taking an L because of chivalry instead right. of like simping. You know what I mean? Yes. He's yes. not like, he's not twirling in some like Black Maria Twan. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his like nosebleed, you know what I mean? Like into his capture. Like that would have been like, fuck you, Sanji. But this is like, I need to save somebody. So like, yeah, this right. is like, the cooler side of his like yes. weakness inside of his character. You know what yep. I mean? So like, yeah, I, I like how, I like how they showed it on the chivalry side of things instead of the simping side. But I agree very much with Doncho that I personally, even though it makes all the sense in the world that Sanji is shown in these kind of situations, I personally would love just better Sanji moments outside of this woven mm -hmm. into this yeah. conflict. But even though Sanji is shown very cringy in these ways, always getting, you know, tricked by female characters, always, you know, enemy female characters, always simping and like feeling like he's useless in combat compared to everybody else. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like that kind of stuff, you know, is a part of Sanji's character. We're used to it and mm -hmm. it sucks in the moment, especially week to week. But Oda always gives us such a satisfying Sanji moment eventually that mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. It's like, okay, fine. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Like, week to week, this is this is cringy. But, like, bird's eye point of view, like, no, Sanji kind of did his thing with, like, one funny moment. You know what I mean? Right. So, mm -hmm. so like, that's what I'm waiting for inside of his And you know what? I, I feel like this whole Black Maria situation mm -hmm. might be the situation that, like, gets him out of that kind of gaggy... F like, I, I feel like he'll still mm -hmm. do it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like him versus Black Maria and her squad, whatever they may be, might be that gets him to stop, you know, losing his shit every time he comes in contact with mm -hmm. a woman. Because mm -hmm. you, you see, like, the gradual, like, slowing down of him falling in love with every woman he sees. Like, he still gets the hard eyes, but he doesn't really mm -hmm. get the nosebleed as yes. much. Right, Yes. yeah. And you can see Sanji after he gets caught in the trap on page four he's mm -hmm. banging his head against the ground like this happened to me again like <laughs> right. like violet just did this to me in dress rosa like i always fall for this you know what i mean like mm -hmm. he's acknowledging this flaw of his and knows that this is not the kind of person he can be if he's going to be as effective of a member of this crew as he believes he is, as the world believes he is, he's clearly, this is a flaw of his that is keeping him behind the curve. And sure. he's acknowledging that, I feel like, in his frustration in this panel on page four, where he's like, God damn it, not again. So absolutely, I think that we could see a new Sanji coming out of this, especially because I feel like this is the first time we've ever actually seen him visibly frustrated in his flaws. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would love to see growth on sanji's character in that regard moving forward i'm i'm also hoping that like when he's you know talking to black maria and she's like oh do you like me too and he's like the truth is you know the truth the truth is i love you like <laughs> yeah. maybe he's just literally tricking her right now right Ooh, like instead nice. of simping maybe he's maybe yeah. he's leaning into that flaw and going yeah. like ooh. and so here's Oh, oh go, go for it. No, you go for I, it. I, I was just going to say that, like, I, I read the um, unofficials because I have no self-control. Yeah, and, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, one thing, and it's definitely not Sanji's character to ever say this, but it was just, like, when she was like, what do you think of me? He was like, what do I think of a broad like you? Yeah. I oh, love, like, he, yeah. he never call a woman a broad for one. But, yeah. like, yeah, if, no, that's, no. if that was just, like, something that kind of got lost in translation through, like, Viz and Shueja and, like, over there in, like, Japan, like, for Shonen mm -hmm. Jump, like, 
and he actually does say something somewhat similar where he actually calls her some kind of like derogatory term yeah then like maybe he really is growing out of this but he only directs that at like female enemies yeah sure yeah. sure because in the skin okay. you're right in the fan translation he's like yeah he does call her abroad and it's like when i read that i was like okay this is obviously just the edgier translation, like giving us mm -hmm. like a more realistic translation of like pirates in this high stakes kind of situation and what kind of dialogue they would have, or just mm -hmm. like any characters that are adults in high stakes situations like this would probably be swearing a little bit more than Viz allows. You know what I mean? Sure. So sure. like, or saying like really like mean or derogatory things like that in like, you know, in the moment, you know what I mean? But, um, him not I wonder like, if he's, uh, yeah. replying to to black maria's um she's calling him a boy like mm -hmm. boys with you and he's like mad about it right like boy don't insult me maybe he is in japanese like responding a little rudely to yeah. her rudeness maybe yeah. I don't right know. yeah that could be and that could just be stephen paul just being like well i think we can convey a similar vibe without sure. using any of these words i don't really see it because i'm coming out of the fan translation so i know like what the fan translation sanji like said mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean so like maybe that affects like my obviously mm -hmm. i feel like it does affect my percent like my outlook on the official translations too because i had something there before but i don't mm -hmm. know exactly like which version i prefer for sanji sure. here you okay. know what i mean because if it, if he if he is calling her abroad in some kind of way that shows growth in his character and that is in the literal translation, then I feel like I want to see that to some degree inside of the official translation. If, if that's how it's supposed to be, I, I would love to see it. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because, based on only the official, like, you, you would never pick, pick exactly, up on that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, if Sanji fucking kicks a female <laughs> character for the first time in this arc ever, mm -hmm. then, like, we would need that kind of, like, breadcrumb there. You know right. what I mean? And right. lose it. Yeah, exactly. Like if if we don't have him in any kind of like verbal way showing that he he kind of like has an issue with this female character in a way that could make sense that we could see him attacking them later through mm -hmm. his dialogue, I want that. Because if it's just this scene right here and then like later on in the fucking arc Sanji is kicking Black Maria, I'm going to mm -hmm. be like what the fuck you're not supposed to be doing that. But I mean if there was a line of dialogue earlier that showed him kind of like turning up on a female character in a in a in an aggressive way verbally mm -hmm. then like it, it makes that scene like feel i don't think it's gonna happen but i'm just saying if right, it does right. end up that way i would have preferred that we got something in the translation that supported that it makes right. it so much more realistic and plausible and foreshadowing yeah. you know yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah makes absolutely. sense mm -hmm. so now um the thing i was gonna bring up earlier is that uh say on page five behind mm -hmm. black maria mm -hmm. you have like like it looks like three bodies of mm -hmm. samurai kind of yeah, just like that. you you don't see their heads you don't see their feet almost it looks like you you think they're like dead or like strung up in a spider's web or something along those lines? Like what, yeah. what do you think those three are back That's there? That's a good I question. Know. I thought they were hanging. I'm not gonna hold you. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. it looks like they're hanging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it looks like I think the third one gets hard for me to tell, but the first two for sure seems like they're hanging by their heads and yeah. like yep. just in the air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like to me. And you wanna know what? If like that doesn't seem very one piece to me, but this arc has been showing like new levels of stakes inside of like physical one piece say, conflicts. Kiku we, loses the arm and then later on in this chapter, child. yeah, later on in this chapter, we see characters reacting to a severed limb falling from the ceiling and landing Shit. on the ground. That is so much like darker than like one piece usually is in yeah. my opinion that I feel like if characters, just the fact that Kiku loses the arm in general in the way that, mm -hmm. that they do is like, 
so much different than what I'm expecting in One Piece. That character's hanging in the background, like, subtly, like, just, like, swinging by their necks in the background, like, doesn't seem all that crazy, considering, like, what we've seen in this arc so far, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially with Homegirl about to stab her baby when they was hungry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Early Wano, when that happened, I said, yeah, Wano's getting there. Yeah, Wano's different, bro. Yeah, Yeah, Wano's different. Yeah, Wano's different, like, inside of, like, the updated stakes of the new world in general. Because, obviously, coming from the first half of the Grand Line to the second, we saw a drastic increase of at least threats, you know what I mean, in all directions, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Not just the main bad guy threat, but, like, all of their people in relation, obviously, are a lot stronger, willing to do a lot more evil things on camera, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, we saw that kind of, like, subtly in the beginning of the new world situation. But now, as it kind of, like, goes forward, once we get into Wano, we're like... No, this is different for the new world, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is right. now we're starting to feel that tension that I thought the new world was going to start with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at least at least we got it, because that's one thing that I've always wished there was more of in One Piece is just darker tension. Yeah. So how y'all feel about the one shot? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I, I thought it's so hype. When I tell you, bro... Which... When I tell you, I personally, as a Zoro stan, man, have been waiting for oh, yeah. this showing of Zoro in this arc, and it being delivered now, even though it's way later than I thought we would get it, is still more than satisfying enough. My favorite part was the buildup where mm-hmm. he sees the arm, he looks around, assesses the situation, and then he just shishi something. Yeah, yeah, boom. I didn't yeah. come here to play your stupid fucking games. Take me to Kaido. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's literally sees the arm. He's like, well, these motherfuckers are tripping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, look, antibody, right? Bet. Oh, right away. No more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go tink, tink, tink and tassel with no one while I'm looking for Apu. Observation hockey. Where's that motherfucker at? Right there. Blink. Mm-hmm. Over with. You know what I'm saying? No more Finish. games. And then he checks Queen. He vibe checks Queen yeah. right <laughs> after that. Like Literally, right bro. after, like that's <laughs> you one shot at a supernova. You one shot at a supernova, and then check the number three of Kaido in yeah. pages yeah. in between each other. Like, come on, bro. Oh my god, this he, is why I love. He yelled at Queen like he was his dad. Like he was <laughs> like, "Look, what is this stupid game about?" I didn't come mm-hmm. all the way to this island to waste no time on a bunch of nonsense. You got your little antibody game. Find the antibody. No, I found that shit right away. Here you go, Chopper. Deal with that. But Queen, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Where's your boss at? I'm going to kill him. What mm-hmm. the fuck? We have not right. gotten like verbal confirmation yet that Kaido wants to specifically kill Kaido. A lot of people have been talking about like, oh, Zoro wants to kill Orochi. That's going to be his final boss. you know, Or whatever the fuck people mm-hmm. were saying earlier when... Zoro was mad about the Yasui shit. Zoro's right. just going to be mad whenever anyone is on fuck shit around him. That doesn't yeah, mean that that's it. going to be his dyed-in-the-wool motivations for the rest of the arc. You yeah. are doing something weird. You need to get cut. After you get cut, where's the next <laughs> motherfucker that needs to get cut? Zoro does not just have to be a one-dude fight for the whole arc. You know what I'm Zoro saying? Zoro has been completely no-nonsense since, like, post time scale like yeah say, like when, when he checked luffy when he when he just like he had no problem when he one up. shot hody jones underwater yes, underwater underwater 
That is all the evidence that I need to say that I will be totally okay if Zoro kills Kaido in this arc because we mm -hmm. already have foreshadowing of him dealing with the big bad of an arc. Everyone says it doesn't make sense that the number two would beat the number one threat. Well, we kind of already saw that, buddy. A yeah. little bit. I mean, that wasn't a fully realized Hody Jones off of all but the drugs, but that was that man. Like, the, like right. that was Hody Jones as strong as he could have possibly been before he In, started, like, roiding up. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, Oda, I want to say, doesn't give a fuck about what you, how you think Shodan arts right. should go. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah. let him tell the fucking story he wants. If you think it's weird, then, like, why are you using Naruto to complain about One Piece? Why are you yeah. using Bleach story arc structure to complain about One Piece? You One know Piece, what I mean? Like, literally. Yeah, like, come on, dog. Like, motherfucker I, uh, is clearly different, you know? I, I want to bring up one more uh, yeah. thing of why Zoro fans are feasting with this, with this chapter. Mm -hmm. Page 10, we get a rare rare zoro smile yeah this is like the third second True. or third time i love that bro oh yeah that is a genuine what a big he grin would. he said knew you would and in the in the knew in the would, in, in the fan scan he says that's our doctor <laughs> that hits Ooh. way harder to me that that's hit way hard. harder to me hard. that yeah. does hit harder for yeah, sure yeah, but yeah. I love chopper and zoro's relationship i ain't gonna lie like that's actually my low-key favorite and like yep. the draw hats like them yeah. two just something i'm cute like dude like, zoro that, always um, that, that one chapter cover where sanji and zoro and in sanji's dream he's dreaming of beating up zoro but in zoro's dream he's like getting praised by chopper I yeah <laughs> yeah or I, I i have flashbacks to um way back in um alabasta mm -hmm. like zoro it's this might have even been filler i guess in the anime but like zoro and chopper like walking from place to place like it's just those two by themselves and yeah. chopper is oh, like yeah, i remember that asking zoro about like what it's like to be on the crew and, and yeah. zoro just like you know telling him like some really good advice or whatever and yeah. like that bond i totally fuck with that i totally yeah. ooh, i love i love I really zoro really chopper love, i love that yeah, relationship love too like even going back into skypea like my favorite like zoro and <laughs> chopper moment is when chopper is like the god of skypea is gonna come get us dude like what are we gonna do this is crazy and zoro's like i don't believe in god i don't even believe <laughs> and chopper's like Yo! what and then zoro's like by the end of this arc this god's gonna be praying to me and chopper's like zoro you're so fucking cool dude yeah, you know so what right? i mean it's like the, like zoro's always like that big brother ass figure to yeah, chopper yes. and this moment right here where chopper's like yo i think i figured it out bro and he's like i knew you would here's the antidote bro go take care of that player yeah. and it's just like oh in the anime that's gonna hit so fucking hard yep. i feel like and that gives Chopper the confidence to yell at all these people and be like, hey, yeah. this is what you got to do to get better. I'm yes. going to help everyone. Like, it, it just it, it hits. I love this. This is pre-time so skip, like, Straw Hat crew interaction, like, in a very localized, like, condensed yep. couple panels. You know what I'm saying? It's just Oda going, like, here's what you love about these characters interacting with each other. Real quick, yeah. right, back to the action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's right. just like, I can still fit these moments in despite mm -hmm. the chaos. You know what I mean? And I just love him for that. Man. Yeah, right. And I if agree. if if Zoro does end up killing Kaido with as much flex as he's been doing <laughs> since I don't know since he came back from the time skip, yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine how hard he's going to check everybody who didn't pull their weight throughout this arc? Yeah, that's the he's next. That's the it. Honestly, Shnudi, you're spitting right now because ever since that cabin scene in Water Seven. Yeah. Where Zoro checks Luffy and says, you can't let this motherfucker back on the team unless he gets on his knees and grovels. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that scene in the cabin was where I was like, this is what 
a first mate is supposed to do. I feel like we 100%. haven't really gotten too many scenes that drastic since then, but coming out of this conflict on the boat after they beat Kaido going to the next area, I would love a scene where Zoro was like, okay, here's everything you motherfuckers did wrong on this island. <laughs> okay, Luffy, boom, 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 boom. Sanji, we'll get to you in a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could <laughs> yeah, totally like, see it being he, like... He's got a whole day for Sanji. <laughs> yeah. Boy, if you don't get your old... I'm I need to be you. saved every arc because the girl catches me head-ass. Like, I could totally see him lighten him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, it, like he still hasn't, and people don't think he's going to, but I feel like Zoro's still going to tell him off about Whole Cake. Like, you really almost split up the entire crew on your own mm -hmm. to go do <laughs> some, like, and I know it was for like the best or whatever, but like, I feel like Zoro's still gonna, he's say gonna have some words shit. about you, it. You yeah, probably maybe. took the words out of my mouth, Schnooty, because I don't think Sanji really like, because I think how Zoro would get upset is like, bro, you went through the phase of doubt. You don't never go through the phase of doubt when it comes to Luffy G. Like, don't doubt I, our captain. Leave the and crew. And that's what Zoro is going to hone in on where he's like, that, that's what you're not getting. You hmm. went through that phase of doubt. Why are you still going through a phase of doubt? This should, that, should, that should be dead and gone. You know, like that's, that's Zoro's probably mentality. So I think yeah. if it ever is brought up, I think Zoro is going to say that to him. Like, okay, well, I'm going to let you know right now, B. That ain't happening nowhere else. Yeah. So I wanna say that <laughs> so I wanna say I agree with you on that, but like let's take a look at the situations, right? Because like we wanna say because of Usopp's behavior in Water Seven that he should have the same energy for Sanji. Whereas Usopp's energy in Water Seven was from the heart. Like mm -hmm. Usopp legitimately right. felt the way he felt in that moment with Luffy. Sanji Although he made a, a bad decision, you know, yeah, arguably across the board, everyone know like, we don't have to agree with what Sanji did, but we know that it wasn't coming from the heart. And I feel like yeah. Zoro, I feel like Oda will write it in a way and has written it in a way because Zoro and Sanji have encountered each other since then. And mm -hmm. Zoro did not cuss Sanji out. So I think that's Oda saying that Zoro under if if zoro heard about the situation now we don't know Which for don't sure yeah we don't yeah. know for sure if zoro's heard about it because i just thought about that sure, actually sure, so right. if zoro hasn't heard about it then he wouldn't have a reason to check him but considering how different the situation is i can see oda just not writing that scene in because of how different the intent was between usopp and sanji to that where zoro sense. doesn't need to step in and check him because it's just understood by the reader and everyone involved that sanji did what he thought he had to do where usopp right. did what he wanted to do you know what I mean? and, I think, and i think what my mentality was yeah i thought mm -hmm. i always felt like the way the interaction would go would it wouldn't be a major interaction mm -hmm. but it would be something where i think zoro is looking at sanji with us so you sure you good now yeah so you know yeah i would oh dude i would you love that he just it's just like it. So you sure you are like I know you was in a situation that I don't heard about it, but oh, you good for real? That's so good, Doncho. I, I love that. Yeah, and just a subtle, it. just a subtle acknowledgement, <laughs> but not a right. full like he doesn't cuss him out, but just exactly. like hey, I heard about that shit. Like, what's you, up? You good? Sanji's like, <laughs> don't worry about me. I'm gonna kill more. I'm gonna kill more people. Boom, and then they go back to their you know rivalry or whatever. You know exactly. What I, mean? like, I could totally exactly. see that. That'd be sick. It, it, I, I feel like the interaction between Sanji and Zoro within the next arc and maybe even the next couple arcs is going to depend on heavily how he deals with this Black Maria situation. Mm -hmm. Because if he drops the ball here, he, yeah. Zoro's going to lose. Like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you thought you got a, a nice little power up because you you picked up a suit from your daddy? No. <laughs> get, get with Jim. We're training right now because you already right. left the crew. We're not going to have this shit again. We're not yeah. going to have a weak ass type shit. Like, right. No. right. Yeah, eventually, like, 
someone is going to comment to Sanji, how many times are you going to let your inability to hurt women endanger the crew and yourself someone has to check him on that and zoro would probably be the one to do it you think that maybe one of the girls would do it like a nami or like a robin you know what i'm saying but But it also plays to their benefit yeah so they kind of like let it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no like that makes sense someone's got to talk to this man yeah someone's got to sit down with sanji and be like hey look bro you cook you cook your ass off man you can kick your ass off i'm not (laughs) saying you ain't pulled your weight but like but how many cool times, yeah, like how many times, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we going to have this happen in an arc? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, come exactly. on, man. Can we just so get through without damsel in distress Sanji one arc? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah. how do y'all feel about the the conqueror hockey tease he did? Love that. I think like, I, I think it was it. a long time coming, man. Yeah. So you, so you think it was conqueror's hockey? Um, I don't. I don't I know. Don't I don't know if it was Conqueror's hockey, but I just love how the dialogue is addressing that possibility. Yes, like right. like like con- right. like confirming right. that possibility. Even if it's like Zoro's, or I mean, Oda is obviously eventually going to give it to us. We've known that for a really long time. Yeah, there has been so much like wildly subtle foreshadowing leading into this, but like this hard confirmation that we are going to see it very soon, probably by the end of this arc, as hard confirmation that Zoro is going to actually use. The king's hockey is mm-hmm. really exciting for me right same yeah that's that's really got to me i was yeah. excited it was brought up like it's like oh it's acknowledging like i know y'all want this mm-hmm. i know it's a thing mm-hmm. give me time i got you you know this was a bold ass chapter man this was a this yeah, was a really, really bold chat like oda did a lot inside of this chapter man and it's like i can never mm-hmm. understand how pe- people can complain and i understand that like the art matters you know what I mean? And like people complain about how much dialogue Oda fits on on uh in, in panels, how much information he tries to condense in, you know, condense in each chapter. But it's like these payoffs are so huge, dude. Mm-hmm. Like these payoffs are so worth it. Never oh yeah, never. Oh, yeah. Never, oh, no never, yeah. never, yeah. never. Yeah. You wanna know what? You wanna know what? Oda could come out tomorrow and say, I can't draw one piece no more. You're getting this in light novel form for the and rest of the story. Oh, oh, and no. guess guess who's gonna eat that <laughs> shit up? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'll be I'll be disappointed, obviously, but One right. Piece is the kind of story where I'm so invested in its narrative that I don't care if there's pictures there. Right. Sure, I want the pictures there, but it's not like I'm like I. It's not a deal breaker if the pictures are gone in this comic for me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just like and Hunter I know Hunter. Toei were animated anyway. Exactly. So like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toei's gonna go That's stupid, fair. and if Oda quit drawing One Piece, best believe. He's picking up that slack in his overseeing of the anime's production. You know yes. what I'm saying? He's oh, gonna be yeah. right yes. there for every scene. Like, nope, move this motherfucker three more decibel or three more pixels up. Move this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's gonna mm-hmm. be in the mix. Of Did action, I say you, you could put this filler in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oda cares so much about this story that if he ever did come out and say, "I can't draw it anymore," one, we know that that's serious. You know what exactly. I mean? That's a like he is not playing when he says that. So like, we can't mm-hmm. even be mad at him you know, at that point. But also, he's just such a cold-blooded writer that it's like, give me the rest of the story in text form. I'll wait for Toei. I need the ending. Just don't die on me, player. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, right. exactly, like, do what right. you gotta do. You know what I mean? So I love, um, after this uh, talk of potential Conqueror's Hockey or whatever, mm-hmm. that Z- Zoro's like, ah, we got a late start. I-, I wish I could just fly up there. And then Marco comes, hey, you need any help? <laughs> What's right. up? I What's love up? Marco so much. <laughs> so I great. love his character. I just now, love first of... mate interactions. You know what I mean? I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Go ahead, of Nacho. flying, mm-hmm. though, 
so can we go down to my girl's line, um, your model, your model's line yeah. at the page 15 mm-hmm. left corner bottom? Yeah. Dragons fly through the air by creating something called flame clouds. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool that he added that. And yeah, I'm really tight. interested in what else he's going to do with that. And now that we see that yeah. Onigashima is fl- is like a float. Yeah, I Yo. think this is Oda's, I think this is Oda's pseudoscience at work here again. Just like how he like, he he creates, you know, pseudoscientific concepts that, that um, resemble real world concepts. So that like, mm-hmm. so that like physicists like don't the check them. Factor yeah, 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 like lineage right. factor instead of DNA. You know what I mean? You can't, yeah. you can't yell at me for not like, you know, knowing everything about DNA because this isn't DNA. I mean, it behaves yeah. like DNA, but this is my DNA. Oh, you can't sure, say shit sure, to me. Sure. I think that this is kind of like that because, like, the flame clouds, sure, we've seen Momonosuke create mm-hmm. those clouds that he walks yep. on. Yep. Yeah, so those would probably be flame clouds, but, like, what is the whole, like, why is Onigashima floating? This could be Oda saying, well, heat rises. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, I could totally see him, like, being like, ah. Uh, is that good? Is that good enough? You know what I mean. It is good enough, Oda. I'm yeah. totally cool with this. <laughs> with it too, and yeah. I think I'm trying to remember. Did Kaido have clouds around his design when we first seen him turn into a dragon? He did he have those big old on? Um, cl- I can't remember. I can't remember either. I, I want to say they were I there. I cannot though. remember either. I want to say yeah. they were there though. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I and I, say... but I just find it cool that Onigashima has the clouds wrapped around it while it's flying. Yeah. Yeah, like I just found that so awesome how it looks. Like yeah. he wrapped it around spirally and then yes. he's using that to lift it. Yeah, it's just so cool. It could have just been cloud platforms that it was resting Literally. on, but no, it's a fucking dude. Oda snaps, bro. I don't know how people get so mad about his art, man. His art is so good. No, I love his art for sure. It, yeah. He's doing a really good job right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially really inside job, of his like physical detriments that we know he has because his schedule is so inhuman. You know what right. I mean? Inside of his workload, inside of like, because it's not just this manga. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a manga can never just does a manga. Ninety nine percent of them have a, a light novel in the background. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Or they're 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 heavily overseeing the anime's production. Oda's got like two theme parks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That he like <laughs> right. that he's like a manager of. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, how is this dude a person? And you're right. drawing still at this level thirty mm-hmm. years later is just later. remarkable. Mm-hmm. Remarkable. And then even seeing the smoke looking like it's coming, the cloud is coming from Kaido's mouth. Yeah. It literally looks like it's coming from his mouth and then it's encircling from that center point he's standing and then it's hitting the rest of the island. That's right. And then he's causing it to lift. That's incredible. That's so gangster, bro. That's so gangster, bro. I just went back to chapter 993 Mm -hmm. and he actually does have the clouds around him when he's in dragon form. Let's go. I knew it. Oda Oda is a huge continuity buff, man. Like yeah. you will oh, yeah. not find very many situations that contradict other narrative situations yeah. or character situations. Like you might be upset that Pell survived. You might be upset that characters don't die as often as you want them to. But like mm-hmm. concepts all link together. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you will find threads that link to everything that seems weird in One Piece with an amazing explanation on the way or one that we already got that you just forgot about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's yep. all connected. And I just love that he has that skeletal structure so ingrained either in his mind or in an amazing reference location that he can grab from whenever he wants. You know what I mean? That's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy how there's so many moving parts inside of this series and one person is in control of making sure that those tethers remain vivid enough to the reader. You know what I yeah. mean? And I'll be honest too. I love that 
of Kiku's arm is kind of being used as a time placement. If you mm-hmm. notice that, yes, like yes. from the time placement of it flying off the her you know her arm and then it hitting the ground. Like in between those chapters, we're seeing how much time is passing from these moments. You know, yep. I find that so like I just love those things. You know, those type of like if you're really paying attention, you're yes. realizing what he's doing. Here. Oda right? ain't like, playing you know, out here, like, man. Oda is not playing with y'all. <laughs> y'all think he's trying visually. to rush to the end of this shit? No, he's got he knows what he's doing. Right. Right. To exactly. to piggyback of what you're saying there, Doncho, and it's not just a, a a narration text box saying this is 30 minutes ago or this is mm-hmm. two minutes ago. No, it's visual storytelling. Here's mm-hmm. the arm. You you know this has to be this has to be after this moment. You know what yeah. I mean? So like right. I yeah. love that. I love and that, that not that much time has passed exactly. from that moment to this moment because yeah. you factor in how long it takes an arm to go from the top of three stories to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah, make literally physical. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mathematical inferences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying on the, the 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 movement of time, which is really fucking cool. For sure, yeah, it's like and damn. common sense. You yeah. know, Kaido, Kaido uh, has just washed everyone. Everyone's yep. everyone's yeah. done. Yeah, yep. Seems that way, right? This, yeah. and, and he's just chilling, and that's the big point that the, I think Oda was making right there was okay. Now you see Oda just making the island float. He tired of y'all. Oh, he's moving into the flower capital because that's where the reinforcements are, right? They're they're taking advantage of this location because Onigashima is so far removed from the rest of the military. That's Mm -hmm. what they're trying to take advantage of. So now he's moving it back to, you know, a more densely populated area, right? Right. That's a big deal. That is. Cause he, and then he says he's gonna make it a pirate stronghold. So yeah. it's like yeah. he's he's fully like you know trying to transform what Wano is as yeah. a country. Yeah, I right. think this I think this this change of location in the battlefield and like because obviously the element of surprise, the element of uncertainty or just like the unknown ally factor on the side of the protagonist. Everything has been so in favor of the protagonist. Them moving it from this very controlled advantageous position mm-hmm. to an area where all of Kaido's men is, I think warrants the idea that other outside factors are that we didn't think would show up here. will show, show up, up here. Right. Sure. Because like okay. if this whole thing just happened on Onigashima and like the rest of Wano was none the wiser, it makes sense that the conflict would end here with the players involved. But if they're going mm-hmm. to pick up the fucking ground, and move the entire location to where Kaido is in the most advantageous position possible, they can't come back from that with the numbers that they brought here. Yeah, they need Factoring help. in on the element of surprise and the location. So it would make sense that potential maybe Straw Hat fleet pirates show up, maybe the Revolution. We could mm-hmm. see some more Marines, you know what I'm saying? Like things that didn't seem all that likely are seeming like they need to happen now. You know Don't I mean? forget exactly. the big mom pirates are here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Another thing I, I find might happen with moving the battlefield to the flower capital is that um, we saw that in that festival that the townspeople actually do like love Odin and they and they do you know yes. are on the side against Kaido, yes. but like mm-hmm. it's it's probably not very known publicly that yeah. that's the case, especially mm-hmm. for the scabbards and Mo- Momonosuke. Mm-hmm. So like this will give an opportunity for Momonosuke to talk to directly the citizens of the flower capital yeah. and like mm-hmm. get their approval in real time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yes, please save us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that and they, he really could good. turn regular ass people in the flower capital into allies just based off of yeah. that. Like that could be a rallying point in their morale where they're just like, 
fuck it everyone gets a sword you know what i mean like, <laughs> sure yeah here you go like grab it grab a sword from the all or nothing box the shit has hit the fan button has <laughs> oh been my pressed, God. and everyone has a badge now <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. you're all deputies yeah you're all <laughs> sheriffs now yeah right you're all soldiers let's go yeah i could totally see that and then we wouldn't need those reinforcements that i was talking about to come in if those regular citizens can be counted on but i think mm -hmm. it would be way more hype if it's like location move okay revolution come in you know what i mean straw hat sure. pirate fleet come in i think that that would be way more hype obviously but yeah yeah wow wow oh yeah we got a little we got a little okay so we got a little panel here of law still shimmying underneath everything below the water in his like submarine and i know that like not a lot of time has passed but it's like when is when is law going to land and now he kind of has to turn around and go back so it's like right yeah it's like why like well is it is it law isn't Do that his law? submarine on well, page, it's his uh... submarine but law's on the island Oh, he oh, is. Oh, right. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so who's, on the who's island. driving right. this right now? That's John Beppo. Bart? John Bart and Beppo? Oh, okay. So. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. We have so, John Bart. Yeah, you're right. I, Beppo's, not, Beppo's not shown, but we got John Bart got and John Bart. a few of the other. Okay. All right. Yep. My okay. bad. My bad. I'm, I'm tweaking. Law is on I did island. forget that Law was... We I did just see him talking We did just see him. We did just mm -hmm. see him. Okay. We great. did. I forgot to. It's these... Man. It's these... Uh, oh, wait. We didn't even get a break in between. I have no excuse. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's just all this gas man yeah you know, it's just so much, much gas. gas everywhere else that i can't remember all the other gas nah noxy's just a fake one piece <laughs> fan. oh did you guys have anything else you wanted to say about one piece um, uh, i'm double checking the chapter to I'm make sure I there there's one panel that i think potentially has some import or whatever that on page 14 this okay. is uh as the island is is starting to rumble and and lift off the ground um we have the panel of black maria going so impatient and it's possible that she's like talking to sanji or talking to someone in the room but i feel like this is like um she knows the plan like yeah. whatever Kaido's yeah she doing knows here, Kaido like, she knows what is yeah. what kaido's doing right yeah. now yeah mm -hmm. i mean i would concur with that because yamato knew exactly what was going on the moment she felt the shaking and the that's lifting. right that's right oh uh, sure yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, really was just, like, oh, so everyone connected to kaido knows that this is a trump card of his or knows mm -hmm. that this was a back pocket plan that he they always knew he would eventually bust out right. i'm not yeah. so sure nickums you might be right about like she might be talking to sanji because uh, <laughs> now you've got me thinking about the uh the sound effects and I looked, yeah. and like on each of these, there's like the the rumble, yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, yep. and then like only over uh, Black Marie, it's just say like it's different. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, you get the yep. zoo zoo instead of the go 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 go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah. I think the looking up though for me is getting me. Yeah, the looking up is and and here's here's a different uh, piece of thing to consider, right? So the the zoo 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 is definitely a sound associated with like the lifting and and everything mm. like um like for example the top of the top of that page right mm. okay the, the rumble in that one is zoo zoo zoo, zoo. now she, ah. she's on the third floor she's on the third floor she's higher up towards the the clouds and shit the the, right. the flame the flame clouds where everyone else uh we had the people in under underground in the submarine we have um hyozoro or whatever his name is Hyogoro. like he's on the lower hyogoro on the bottom mm -hmm. level and kid on the on a lower level presumably than the third level so it might be just based on height of where uh, they are in, in the that would make sense that's crazy mm -hmm. if oda has if that's literally what he's depth for, yeah. related sound effects yeah yeah yeah. that's fucked up <laughs> that'd be wild that'd it's be like wild. you're thinking about so, enough dude yeah. like come on depth related sound effects 
yeah, height cool. related like sound come on bro like that's crazy <laughs> and it's very similar to the way your model's hearing when she's running outside the yeah. next page yeah. so you're right yeah wow hmm. that was a cool spot though to bring up to bring up those schnooty because there yeah, is yeah, no, different awesome. kana you know for the similar sound effects which is like why is it doing that yeah right and then, <laughs> and then the, the same sound for um her is happening in front of kaido at the top as yeah. he's lifting you mm -hmm. yes yep mm -hmm. yep okay but yep, at the same time cool. it makes sense that different areas would have different sound effects Sounds, for the same right, phenomenon right, happening right. yeah so it's like but it's like you don't expect that level of detail in the you sound don't. effects you know what i mean yeah. like oh it is different man Put That's some goddamn right. respect on this motherfucker, bro. Twitter? Anyway. Well, you know, Twitter the disrespects to God. I know. You know crack is, crack is, crack is yeah, relevant. You're right. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I think we're so good, though, you guys. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah, I think that's good. good. Do we feel good yeah. about about this week in Shonen Jump? Do we think that oh, we I covered great about everything that we needed to cover, at least for One Piece, since we're here now? I think we're good. I think, I, think we're, we're, I think we killed this, you guys. I really yeah. do think we smashed this. Hell yeah. I think we did too. This is a great finale. Fuck yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Wow. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast and this season of the Project Manga Podcast. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did, um, please make sure to visit our comment sections and let us know what you thought of our review and analysis this week. Let us know what you agreed with, disagreed with. Let you know. Uh, let us know what you think about our guests, Schnooty and Doncho. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. No thank problem. You. Couldn't think of a better combination of content creators and friends inside of this community to join us in the absence of Kiko and Eagle. Um, wow, man. What a convo. What a season. What a night. What a week. This has what been amazing. Please make sure you visit the description down below so that you can see the links to Doncho and Schnooty's channels. Follow them on Twitter. Take a look at their content. See what they have to offer. If you enjoy what we're doing here, you will more than enjoy what they're offering on their channels. You have two very different kinds of content inside of Schnooty and Doncho's channels. So just take a look at them. Those links will be down there in the description. While you're down there, please... Click on our link tree that is going to be where you see us on all of our individual social media accounts like Twitter, other online communities associated with Project Manga like our Discord, ways to consume the Project Manga podcast inside of audio-only platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, and ways to support the Project Manga podcast, including our Patreon, which is going to give you a gang of perks ranging from, you want to know what, I'll go a little bit more in depth on it here at the end of the, of the episode. We got early access to all of our content. We have okay. exclusive videos in the form of book club reviews, okay. an entirely separate weekly Shonen Jump review podcast where we cover everything we don't cover on this show, including Undead Unluck, Kaiju Number 8, Phantom Seer, and Jigo Karaku with Dr. Stone on the way. Okay? Yes. Please peep. Let us know what you think about that. But other than that, man... This, this, last, this last year of Weekly Shonen Jump has been crazy. The support that we've seen has been amazing. Our growth has been crazy. And we can't thank you guys enough for your viewership, your patronage, your interaction inside of our online communities, on and off the timeline. Wherever you guys normally fuck with us, we feel that and we appreciate it so much. Seriously. but Absolutely. Well, well said, Knox. Yeah, dude. Yeah, wow, though. Page. You guys, uh, 
It's the end of the season. Okay, so 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 we're so so we're not doing anything for like two weeks as far as like our regular shows go, right? So so we're gonna take a break from weekly shonen jump reviews for two weeks. We're gonna take a break from tie-in episodes for two weeks. We're gonna take a break from Patreon exclusive content for two weeks. But you will still see us inside of events like AnitubeCon if me or Nick or Eagle or Kiko or anybody wanna hop on our Twitch and play some video games or read manga. You'll still see us in situations like that. But our main shows will be on break for the next two weeks. And then we will come back with Weekly Shonen Jump issue number like two or three or whatever it is when their year resets. So, but if you have any questions, holler at us. You know where to find us. But that is going to do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Wrapping up, I'm your host, Noxie. And Nickums. Down below, that's Doncho and Schnooty. Once again, please check out their channels. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks again, by the way, Schnooty and Doncho. Pleasure no having you guys problem. on. Thank you once again, man. Absolutely. Thank you. But all right, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, you guys. Sada Bada. <laughs>